Kiss 92.5 Studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, I'm Sean Mendez. This is Selena Gomez. Drizzy Drake. Taylor Swift. Post Malone. Camila Cabello. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Right here. Turn up. My boys, Roz, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. I can feel uh, Between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 You guys are so funny, man. Uh, seven steps for the perfect ice cream. This is according to, I don't know, they say science, but I don't know what that means. I don't know, science? <laughs> <laughs> like what? Who's science? I hate when they've been s- doing this on Sunday. No. Uh, so the seven steps uh, for perfect ice cream experience. So number one, they say, is to take the ice cream out of the freezer and let it defrost for 15 minutes. What? No, thanks. When it's, it's called a milkshake. Too, when it's too cold, they say the aroma molecules don't release and smell plays a huge role in how things taste. They say don't take too big of a bite. Half a teaspoon a bite is ideal. Rationing ice cream now. Please. Get out of here. Uh, place the spoon upside down in your mouth so that the ice cream hits your tongue. It's going to hit my tongue anyway, though. Yeah, when it comes off the spoon. Right? Do you do any of this stuff when you eat ice cream? No. Especially not leave it out for 15 minutes. you put the scoop in, and then when you put the ice cream in your mouth, you go, like, you invert the spoon, so the bottom of the spoon is at the top of your mouth. Yeah. And then you suck it off with your tongue, I guess, something like that. I've seen people do that. I see people do that with the little tester spoons. Because that's yes. the only way to get that little mm. bit off. You can't run Or when you're at a fa- fancy restaurant and you have the lemon sorbet to clean your palate. Yes, they do that. Right. I've never had that. On the list, <laughs> no. is there anywhere? I don't anywhere... do that stuff. I don't do that stuff. Where on the list is uh, eating ice cream in your underwear out of the tub? Uh, they say roll the ice cream around in your mouth and pay attention to how smooth and creamy the texture feels. Breathe in through your mouth while the ice cream is in there. The air passing over it helps hit more of your taste buds. That's a lot of work to enjoy ice cream. Don't swallow too soon. What the hell am I? Don't swallow too soon. 12 seconds in your mouth is ideal. So you got (laughs) to do the scoop. (laughs) Okay? Put it in your mouth. Shut your mouth right now, man. Don't do it. Okay? Put it in your mouth and then... Open mouth, breathe with it in there. Hold it in there for 12 seconds before you swallow. And then they say, repeat with each bite to build up, quote, a full ice cream taste profile. Okay. So again, leave it on the counter, flip it upside down, roll it around in your mouth, breathe with your mouth open, hold it in there for 12 seconds, then swallow. That is the way, according to science. I have to say to, it. No, you don't. To, to eat the perfect bowl of ice cream. It. Stop it. it. Shut up right now. Don't hit the button. I, I don't know. I, I don't hit the button I, now. What, Do it. That's what, that's <laughs> what. This is the and Mocha Show podcast. Shower thoughts on Reddit. Man, I love these. Entertaining, thought-provoking, maybe. I don't know. You tell me. Mm -hmm. We'll go through this list right now. Can I add one quick before you begin? Yes. I literally just thought of this. Is a treehouse a tree holding its dead friend? Is a treehouse a tree holding its dead friend? No, you've read that online. You didn't just think of that. No, I just read it online. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) You started your sentence with, I just thought of this. Yeah, by reading it online. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Shower thoughts on Reddit. If you choke someone, are you holding their breath? That's, see, that's so... I, I, 
I don't want to play with this one because you're choking somebody, but I want to like, <laughs> you know? I mean, technically the answer is yours. Technically, yeah. Okay, humans are afraid of spiders, but will gladly eat crabs. <laughs> True. Uh, being scared of deep water is being scared of heights, but in the water. <laughs> so true. Okay, this one okay. is true, okay? Yep. Every single vowel is an odd-numbered letter. A-E-I-O-U, sometimes Y. Mm -hmm. A, first. Yeah. E is mm -hmm. the fifth letter. Mm -hmm. I is the ninth letter. O is 15th letter in the alphabet. And if you want to add in Y as a vowel, it's the 25th. Is there a reason for that or no? It just happens to be. It just happens to be. Interesting. People would rather overpay for something and get free shipping than pay for shipping and have it be the same price. <laughs> Bro, that's so true. I know. <laughs> it's so true. There's something so satisfying about getting free shipping. I'll tell you. Can I just sidebar you real quick right uh -huh. now? So I'm looking for a lamp, right? Uh, a light fixture to go over like a bathroom sink, a bathroom vanity light. Yeah. And all of them that I'm looking for are around like 380, 390 Ooh, to 400. Boy. They're very expensive, Damn. right? They're very expensive. Wow, light. Wow. I found one uh -huh. that I loved, that I love from the States. Uh -huh. The lamp itself, the light fixture itself was 180 bucks. Oh. Right? Perfect. Worth it. But shipping was 240 I won't buy it, even no. though I'm going to wind up buying one that costs the same amount because I refuse to pay 250 for shipping yeah. on something that shipping is $180. I see. You know what, though? I would agree. Right? I would agree. That's I the, would it's the never, principle of it. I would never pay more for shipping than the value of the item that I want. Thank you. That's okay. not worth it. Thank That's you. not worth it. All right. These are uh, our shower thoughts on Reddit. The silver lining to making shaped cookies is that even if they don't turn out, you still have cookies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, juice tastes better when you stand there and drink it with a refrigerator door open. Why is that? Maybe because the cool breeze. I don't maybe, know. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Uh, I wonder if a bird has ever pooped on another bird it was flying above. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A A A A A A H is screaming. However, A H H H H H H H is understanding. So you go from ah <laughs> to ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one's so messed up. Yeah. If you pretend not to see someone you hate, and they also pretend to not see you, that's a lot of cooperation between two people <laughs> that don't like each other. <laughs> It's <laughs> so true. Alarm clocks are maybe the only device that make you mad in both scenarios, whether they work or not. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Getting a hair stuck in your mouth has to be a million times more gross when you're bald. <laughs> Uh, and finally, so shower thoughts on Reddit. Oh, when asked, quote, where do you see yourself in five years? Everybody in 2015 probably got the answer wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shower thoughts on Reddit. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We haven't played this game in a while. Oh, name that quarantine. So the question was, can you name song and artists 
of a like legendary song, a very popular song, by only hearing the first line of that song. And we found out that it is actually quite difficult to do. So, Mocha, you will be going head-to-head against Dana. Maury, hello, Maury. Hi. That is Maury's buzzer. Mocha, can we hear your buzzer? Okay, gentlemen, uh, Shem is also here to be the official judge because I often get scattered and it's very difficult for me to determine who buzzed in first. So again, uh, you're only going to hear the first line of a very popular song. Uh, You buzz in, give your answer, okay? Mm -hmm. Are you ready? Yeah. Mocha, let's start with uh, number eight, please. Uh, Mocha. That is um, Bye Bye Bye. By NSYNC. By NSYNC, yes. Yes, yes. correct Mundo. Uh, okay, here we go. More, are you okay? Yeah. Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, number one, please. Uh, oh! Maury. TLC Waterfalls. Yes. Oh, I know that one. All right. Uh, number four. Oh, wow, no, Maury. Oh, Michael Jackson, gonna make a change. Oh, come on, man. Incorrect. Mocha. Man in the Mirror, Michael Jackson. Yes. Come on. Man in the Mirror, Michael Jackson. No, no. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, uh, give me number 11. Maury. Elton John in the air. Uh, uh, can you feel the love tonight? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost handed Roz my gay card. Okay. Uh, uh, Shem, what's the score so far? It's 2 2, all tied up. Okay, here oh, we go. I'm winning. Uh, number 12. Yo, listen. Yo, oh, Mocha. That is Eiffel 65 Blue. Yes, sir. <laughs> I love this game. Uh, okay, uh, number two. Let's go to the beach. Eat. Let's go. Get- <laughs> Maury. Nicki Minaj. Song. Beach. <laughs> what? Mocha for the Steel. That is uh, Starships by Nicki Minaj. Correct. Oh, oh, come on, Maury. Jeez. Uh, here we go. Number five, please. Is oh. Maury. Madonna. Yeah. Life is a mystery. Come on, Maury. Come Four, on. I'll even give you three, two, one. One mocha for oh. the steel. That has Madonna like a prayer. Like oh a prayer. God. Yes. Come on, wow. Maury. And you're supposed to be the wow. big Madonna fan in the room. Wow. Come on, man. Oh my God. Number nine. What's wrong with the world, mama? Uh, mocha. That is uh, Black Eyed Peas. Um, um, uh, da, 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 uh, but where's the love? Yes, sir. I'm getting that one. Uh, Shem, the score is? Ooh, an absolute beatdown so far. Mocha 6, Mori 2. Oh, oh my oh. God. <laughs> uh, number 10, please. <laughs> that is Mocha. Justin Timberlake, uh, Crimey River. Yes, sir. You were my final, uh, final clue here. Uh, Mori, you could possibly get to three against <laughs> Mocha's, I believe, seven. Seven, correct. correct. Okay. Uh, here we go. Hit me with. Uh, number three, please. Uh, Mocha. That is Whitney Houston. Oh, what an answer, Samantha. <laughs> yes, sir, it okay. is. I need to hear more of the song. It's okay, Maury, the game is you only get to hear the first line of the song. Okay, so that right there was uh, Name That Quarantine, where can you name a very popular, legendary track by only hearing the first line we do of the new, song? Oh, new game alert. Yes. First two lines. No. <laughs> uh, Shem, the final score was? Eight to two, Mocha. There we go. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
Shout out to everyone listening to the Raza Mogi Show across the country. Of course, we are on KISS 92.5 in Toronto. We're on KISS uh, 1027 in Kingston, KISS 105.3 in Ottawa, and KISS 91.7 in Edmonton. Also, KISS Radio in Vancouver, which uh, is where our next caller is from, Roz. Oh, nice. We're going to get Emma on the phone in, in a second. But here's what she wrote to us. Dear Roz Amoka, I live in Vancouver and came across your podcast right before COVID came into all of our lives. I work full-time on the front lines as a mental health homeless worker. Mm. I have had my fair share of stress and anxiety throughout these scary times. It has felt overwhelming at times, and I have been scared for my clients, my family, and myself for weeks. When this started, it was seemingly impossible to take a moment to breathe and think about anything other than this pandemic. This brings me to why I need to say a big thank you to all three of you, Roz, Mocha, and Dammit Mori. You guys have been my escape through all of this. I'm currently on episode 53 of your podcast, and I listen to you guys at every chance I get. When I drive to work, when I drive home, on my lunch break, when I do chores, when I'm at the doctor. Anytime I'm having an anxious moment and need a break from the world, I know I can count on you guys for the biggest laugh. I cannot tell you how much better I feel when I get to listen to you guys. Thank you. I really admire you all as such great examples. And I'm not joking when I say I take note of your opinions on relationships and the way you treat your spouses and the people in your lives and think about those being the qualities I hope to find in a future husband someday. I appreciate all that you guys do and I am so unbelievably thankful for this podcast. Well, she wasn't talking about Maury during that last part though, right? (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. How you doing, Emma? I'm I'm good. I'm a little sleepy. It's pretty early here, but I'm doing good. Uh, we just read your letter out. First of all, thank you for that. It was beautiful, and um, oh, and, yeah. and it's always it's always shocking when people that we should really be thanking just write in um, and just thank us for whatever it is that we do. It's it's just so incredible. And so thank you so much for the words and uh, and everything you're doing out there. Oh, that's so sweet. You guys are gonna make me cry. <laughs> No, you guys have honestly helped me so much, like so much. You have no idea. So thank, thank you guys. Like, thank you guys for everything you do for coming on in the morning and, and for the podcast, it's been, it's been the best thing, honestly. When you do have sort of, when you do kind of go down that hole, right? What, what usually happens? What kind of day are you having where you, you get to the point where you need an escape? Like talk us through what a bad day is for you. Well, I have a great example for you guys. Cause this actually happened yesterday. So I was at work and it's like, it was so stressful, so hectic. Everybody was just in need of things, in need of clothing, in need of food, in need of water. And, you know, you got to, you got to put this brave face on. And, and it was just, it was just so much. And I was trying so hard to help people and, and we're all working in somewhat close quarters with each other at work. And so, you know, that's been stressful. And all I needed to do was just go away for my lunch break for an hour. Mm -hmm. And so I just tried to get a Starbucks coffee and the lineup was mayhem and people were honking and swearing and screaming. And I like pulled down a side street and I just started sobbing and I was like, okay, I need to pull myself together here and go back to work. I look in my rearview mirror, my face is all puffy, and I'm like, okay, I put your guys' podcast on. And by the time I pulled back into my parking spot at work, I was laughing so hard. So it was, it, it, you know, it's little things like that, that they just, they help. They pay, take me to a place that's like just a mental break from, from everything that's going on, you know? Oh, oh girl, you're about boy. to make me cry right now. Come on now. <laughs> Enough with that. No, because you know what it is, Emma? Like, we come into the studio every day, right? Our building is on lockdown, and the only part of our building that's open is the studio that uh, Mm -hmm. Roz and I are doing the show in, right? 
And it's yeah. literally just the four of us, Roz, myself, David Mori, and Shem. So we don't get to mm-hmm. um, see the people that we are talking to. We just come in here, we have a lot of fun, and uh, we just hope that we can put a smile on people's faces and, and just entertain every single day. So yeah. like your note was just so touching, and um, we can't thank you enough yeah. for the time that you take to share that moment with us. Is there anything that you want from us? Is there anything we should do more of? Is there, what what do you need as somebody who uses this show as an escape, as an escape when you're having a terrible day? What do you want from us? Oh, but you guys are perfect. There's nothing I would change. Like you guys, the relationship advice you guys give, I, I like put that in my back pocket and I'm like, okay, this is the life advice I need for future dates that I might go on or like just, you know, the having like the, the relief to be able to like laugh and the, the games you guys play are so funny. Like there's nothing I would change about you guys. You guys are perfect. Now, when you talk <laughs> about the relationship advice, you're speaking of myself and Mocha, not Maury, right? No, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no. Maury's so sweet to Matthew too. <laughs> uh, you're the best. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, this, this call made, uh, made my day and made Mocha's day. Uh, and, uh, just connecting with you during all of this is, I don't know. You guys it's, are the best. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's people like you uh, that make us uh, enjoy doing what we do every single day that more enjoyable. You guys are so sweet. Thanks so much for calling. No worries. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? No, no. It's Roz. Oh, wow. Yeah, Jeez. yeah, it's Roz. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mocha. You're you're amazing too, but Roz has always been my favorite. Great. I get the girls that cry in their car. <laughs> <laughs> Because there's too many people at a Starbucks. Oh, Emma, I love you lots. Take care. All right, love you guys. Take care. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Saturday night on Instagram. Oh, man. It was probably the craziest I had ever seen. What happened? Have you heard of these versus battles that take place? No. On IG? So this started back in March, where because everybody, all these celebrities, all these musicians are all at home, isolated, right? In a way to connect with their fans and maybe have some fun and be able to do something to share with the world, uh, what they're doing was started by Timberland and Swizz Beats, who are both producers. They've done music for Beyonce and Jay-Z and Mm -hmm. Drake, like any big, uh, mainly hip-hop artist, R&B artist, They've had beats done by Swiss Beats and yep. uh, Timberland, right? So what they did was one night they got on IG and they battled one another where they played their own beats, right? Songs that they've produced for other artists. And it's usually the general public that then determines who the winner is. They go song for song, okay. right? This thing took off like crazy that they were like, they had the idea, you know what? We're going to do this with other artists mm-hmm. randomly, right? So they've recently done... Nelly versus Ludacris. They did T-Pain versus Lil Jon. They did uh, French Montana versus Tory Lanez, right? Okay, And they rack up the views almost instantly. Last week, they announced that they were going to take two of the biggest dancehall artists ever and put them against each other. It was Beanie Man versus Bounty Killer. You may not know them by name. I know Beanie Man. But you'll know some of the songs, right? Okay, so that's Beanie Man, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Bounty Killer is this guy. Mm-hmm. 
So good. I like that stuff, man. Now, typically, when these versus battles happen on Instagram Live, each artist or each group are at home isolated, okay. right? So the screen's split in half. Yep. What these guys did was a total disregard. It was like Trinity Bellwoods Park. No. They got together no. in the same room. Why would they do that? Right? That's not cool, man. They got together. Where's the, Where was the room? Do you know where they were? They were in Jamaica. Okay. And they got together and they had like three DJs. Uh, yeah. Beanie Man's kids were there. They yeah. had like other people who were running, helping to run Of course, you got to get the show, posse together. Right? Yeah. And these guys are standing next to each other, going back and forth, song for song, but like st- literally standing next no, to one that, another. That, that is not Arms in around the each spirit. other and everything. It's not in the spirit of how this was designed. And at one point, they tried to get serious and each of them were talking about COVID-19 and how it's killing people oh, and like yeah, everyone stays safe, right? Yeah. But they're doing this standing next to each other, right? <laughs> Sharing a mic here, you know, you Half go. a million people wow. were watching this event that took, it was like two and a half hours. Wow. And that's not even the highlight of what happened. So, because half a million people were watching, yeah. and this thing took off globally, it started trending almost immediately on Twitter. The police in Jamaica showed up. No. To shut the place down. No. Yes. <laughs> That's what happens. And doesn't my guy Beanie Man turn to the police and shoo them away? No. <laughs> you want to be that guy? Do you want to be that guy? Do you want to be that guy? Listen. Yeah. People. The police are here. He still got the echo. But we are not stopping. We are not stopping. On his microphone. Because before COVID-19, it was murderers killing people. It was people killing people. Then COVID-19 started killing people. So we do this. Hey, stop. Killer, we're not going to make them disturb our thing. Killer, come back over here, son. <laughs> them gone out of door. People, the police are gone. We get rid of them. It's good. We're Jamaicans. We're being nice. We're being good. Only don't make me start to fight. So people, let's do this. The cops left. And everything continued as is. Yeah, I don't know about those host. excuses. I don't know about. Oh no no no! Don't worry about that, the ex- man. No no no! no. <laughs> the excuses are not valid whatsoever. Yeah. Okay. Even with the echo, they're not valid. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what was going on on Saturday night on IG. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, most winners, Home Sense, Marshalls locations are expected to open today. Also, uh, IKEA reopened stores in Ontario and Quebec. Mm, you know, give I'm, you that Ectorp. Well, that's what I was gonna say. I haven't been to an IKEA in a real long time, and but I like I was like happy to hear this because I want to go to IKEA. My mom wrote me the other day and was like, "Hey, can you pick up something at IKEA for me if I order it in the truck?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then she wrote me back, being like, "Nah, never mind. We're gonna do something else." And I was kind of bummed about it. I was like, "Oh, oh, <laughs> kind of want to go to IKEA." And I don't even really like. I don't do the. I, I mean, the hot dogs. We've had many conversations about the IKEA hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, which are glorious, and I miss the hot dogs. I don't think you can get those now, though. I know, that's the opening. problem, the restaurant's right? closed. Like, anything food-related is closed. You can just go in, get your tongue sanged, lamp, okay, but and can they get not, the hell out. But can they not figure out a way to do the hot dogs? 
where you still can, I don't know, like cut a hole on the other side of the wall and do a walk-up window or something where I can just like, you know where you, you park? Yeah. Right? Like just do a walk-up hot dog drop. It's all I want. Just a delivery? No, just where I can just park and just because I sometimes we've gone to IKEA just to do the hot dog run. Yeah, right. We're actually going to the store. I know you're not supposed to. Whatever. But everybody does it. But why can't you just cut a hole on the other side of the wall and where I don't even have to enter the store? It's just it's a hot dog. It's just an arm that reaches out and passes you the dog. Yes, (laughs) yes. That's all it is on the inside. Just do that on the outside. Because what about a truck in the parking lot? No, because then I got a line. I don't know. I don't know. Do the whole thing. Uh, yeah, that's the next line. No, no, no. Just cut a hole in the wall, that. right? <laughs> cut a hole in the wall, right? Do something, right? Or, or I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do. But to me, opening things, I understand not everything can be open to 100%. Right. But opening Ikea without the ability to get a hot dog to me just doesn't seem right. It really doesn't. And I know people are all like, oh, but what about the meatballs? Forget your meatballs. I was meatballs. just going to say, what no, about the meatballs? I know, I know, I can hear it. No, okay? <laughs> what the meatballs? No, it's not about the meatballs. It's about the hot dogs. I would choose hot dog over meatballs. Oh, hell yeah. Have you yeah. had their meatballs? Yeah, I don't like them. Wow. Oh, I like them. No, not for I me. I enjoy them. No, it's all the it's all the hot dog. You could give me everything on on multiple trays from the cafeteria upstairs at IKEA. I would trade it all in for two hot dogs with a little oh, bit of wow. mustard. They also make a really good salmon. No. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> a place that sells me furniture that I put together from the Allen key. Yeah. I would not trust. No yeah. offense, IKEA. I yeah. love you and everything, but I wouldn't not, trust you with salmon. Not only that, I'll tell you what's interesting, Morris. I've never once craved salmon. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm happy they sell it. Like, you know, you got customers and everything else, but I've never been like, oh my God, the salmon. Have you ever thought of salmon that no. way? Like when you think of things that, food items that you crave, right? Yeah. Top of the list is always pizza, burgers, fries. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. I'll even give you the meatballs. But Maury, you don't come walking into a conversation about meatballs and hot dogs and go, fellas, uh, what about salmon? <laughs> Okay, who does that? What kind of monster? What kind of monster soils a hot dog yeah. meatball conversation by introducing salmon? He's got to get the props. Stop it! This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, why is Drake apologizing to Kylie Jenner and Kendall Jenner and Gigi Hadid? Ah, uh, what would he do? He mentioned their names in a song that he did with Future like years ago that never got released and then I guess was played on like an IG Live the other day that... Oh. And it was oh, not oh, ever oh. supposed to see the light of day. <laughs> really? Yeah. You want to hear it? <laughs> yes, please. Real ish, Kylie Jenner has a side piece. I got 20 motherfuckers Kylie's. I got 20 damn Kylie's. I got 20, 20 damn Kylie's. I got... Because you remember it wasn't that long ago. What a terrible song. You remember it wasn't that long ago that there was a rumor that Drake and Kylie. Oh, hell yeah. That rumor together. That rumor's happened like three or four times now. And Kylie's ex, Travis Scott. Yeah. And Drake are supposed to be boys. Mm -hmm. And then Drake called her a side piece in a song, huh? <laughs> Obviously, this is before Kylie became like a billionaire and all that stuff, right? Like, I don't think you could call, I don't think you get away with calling Kylie's side piece anymore. 
I don't know. But don't so do what? That to your friends, man. No, I know. And also, you should have hit delete on that song right away. <laughs> right? Like erase the entire how session. Does it, how don't, does it? Like this. Listen to this. This has been like professionally mixed down, right? Yeah, Maybe yeah. not fully, fully mastered, but like mixed down to the point where, all right, cool. We're gonna use this on an album potentially. I got 20 motherfucking Kylie's. I got 20 damn Kylie's. So so he posted yesterday saying that the song was from three years ago and should not have been played, (laughs) saying the last thing I'd want to do is wake up having any friends of mine feeling disrespected. So I just had to say that to start the day. Yeah. Talking Um, obviously about Travis Scott. Jeez, man. Jeez. Like, I wonder what that text message conversation was like between know. Drake and Travis yesterday. I don't know. When That's, all this news came out. It's like somebody finding the burn book. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? Like, it's it's like somebody reading your diary from years ago on IG Live, but only, you know, like but only you did it. Drake's mind when he got a text from Travis that just simply read, what's up? Here, hold on a second, though. If you think for one second that Travis doesn't know that, that cake was a thing. Right? We all know. We all know Kylie and Drake happened. Before Travis or when Travis and Kylie were on a does break? It, does it matter? I guess not. <laughs> you know really. what I mean? <laughs> I don't think I don't think you want those details, do you? <laughs> no, you know, no. when you I wouldn't want to know. No, I would not want to know. No. Uh, you don't ask those things. Cuz it's bad news. Yes. In both scenarios, no, both situations. It's too much detail. You don't get into that stuff anyway, so Drake apologized. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sorry, brother. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So it's like weekly somebody from one of the 1D guys does an interview and sends out some sort of mixed message as to whether there's going to be any sort of 1D reunion to mark the 10th anniversary in July. Mm -hmm. And I remember last month, it was like full steam ahead. They were doing interviews and then saying I got in trouble the last time for saying too much and like really got fans excited for this. And then you started to figure what would that look like during COVID and quarantine and who knows what it's going to look like. But now we're back to who knows if anything is even going to happen. So let me play you this. This is Niall Horan talking Mm -hmm. to a reporter named Jimmy uh, Redknapp. Everyone wants to know if it happens. It's going to make lockdown worthwhile. It will cheer up the whole nation. It's a musical reunion we all want to see. 1D, come on. Wow. Is it going to happen? We need to know. No, there was a bit of talk about it because in July, it's 10 years since the band got together. So everyone was kind of waiting to see if anything yeah. was going to happen. We've been chatting about like little bits and pieces that we can we can do, but nothing like in terms of getting the band back together. So for now, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So we're back here now. Oh, no. <laughs> and it has to be Niall that has to make that announcement, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I think he was the one that was like shooting his mouth off earlier, right? Yeah, yeah. and in the group chat, all the other guys were probably like, listen, man, you started this, so you better... <laughs> you better fix it. You better fix it. You better get out there. Use your words. Use your words wisely. Yeah. So is that why right now, because I just uh, looked on Twitter, and right now, We Love You, Nile is trending like crazy. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I noticed that. So I wonder if people were like... <laughs> Because <laughs> I can't find anything negative to see why, because it's all like, we love you now. We love you now. Probably. So I don't know if somebody, if it started because of this statement that he gave and maybe there were like some haters where he gave us a it's, it's probably something. K-pop fan cams again that are putting something to a trending topic. Who knows? 
But anyway, so that's the official word now from Niall. And again, it's um, no. Uh, <laughs> that's not cool. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, Ava. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Good. Thank you for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show. Thank you for having me. So, Ava, you wrote us this. Roz and Mocha fixed my life. My sister-in-law and my brother are separating, and I consider her to be one of my closest friends. She's been reaching out to me and asking questions about the separation as I have been through this before. I love my brother and want to be loyal to him. What am I allowed to say and not to say to my sister-in-law? I don't want to lose her, but I have a feeling eventually I will. Also, I have encouraged my brother to wait to tell my parents because they're already dealing with so much. Uh, is this the right move? Wow. Yeah. Well, pers- personally for me, I don't care what you do because it's not my brother or my sister-in-law, so you can do whatever you want. Now, when it comes to how the dynamic in the family uh, works in and around a situation like this, I think you have to play this out long term. Okay. Okay. So let's say that you are, first of all, is it an amicable breakup or is it an ugly breakup? Um, it's amicable right now. Um, I found out though that it really is more her pushing for it. Um, he's quite upset right now. Yeah. Stop talking to her. Um, My whole thinking around all of this is, does your brother know that you are still speaking to? Yeah. Okay. But does he know that she's asking questions? Whatever those questions may be. He knows when she um, texted me about it uh, several weeks ago, one of the, she said that they were separating and, um, you know, she started asking questions about how uh, we told our kids and how we had created our schedule. And she asked for a copy of um, my separation agreement to see how to, how to go about making that. And uh, she said, your brother's right across from me. He knows that I'm asking for this. I texted my brother shortly after and I said, I'm really sorry to hear about what you guys are going through. And, you know, I was pretty upset myself mm-hmm. because I feel very badly for what everybody's about to go through, their kids and my family. He said, you know, thanks. I, there's not much I can do. And I said, when are going to tell mom and dad? And he said, I'm not going to say anything yet. I'm hoping that um, she changes her mind. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, you gotta not you gotta not be a part of this uh-huh. in, in any way, unless it's unless it's your brother talking to you. You can't, you just yeah. can't do it. And they and they have kids, so they will always be in each other's lives. Like that's the yeah. thing, right? But you don't. You have to be loyal to your brother, and you have to respect that your brother is the one that is not pushing for this. And to even if even if she's like, hey, I'm not quite sure about this thing with your brother, and can you help me out with this? Even if you offer a tiny little bit of advice for her to help try and help her through all of this you're doing the wrong thing and you don't know what your parents are going to end up saying because yes they are going to be upset but if they find out that you are giving information to their soon-to-be ex-daughter-in-law Right. So they may get even more upset with you. Let's play this out long term here. Okay. So okay. you maintain a relationship with your with your your brother's ex, right? You guys, mm-hmm. you guys are still social. Um, you guys, you know, even every now and then, you know, you maybe go and see your I don't know what you have nieces or nephews. Uh, and then, you know, you go for lunch a couple of times, and this this sort of keeps going. And then she meets a guy, right? Mm-hmm. And she falls in love with another guy. And she looks at her life and her relationships, and she then asks you to be the bridesmaid at her new wedding. What do you do? Oh, God. No, never. Okay. No, I wouldn't do that. Okay. But see, so, I think where this is, when I went through this four years ago, we did it so amicably. 
um, and so well, and I, I mean that in the sense that, um, Roz, when you talk about how the number one priority and like, your only job is not to mess up your kids mm-hmm. throughout all this and make sure that they're good, we, we did that really well. And we are, uh, my ex and I are still so amicable. Four years later, we all hang out um, with our significant others now and and our children together. We do Sunday dinners together. We do family birthdays. Yeah, but Ava, <laughs> your your um, your situation, everything that, that you went through, your experience may not be the same experience that your right. brother and his soon-to-be ex are going to have, right? Right, And I, but I think that's what she was hoping for. It may, yeah, but it may happen. You just can't force it to happen. That's not up to you. If down the road, your brother says, hey, you guys want to come over for Sunday? You know, the ex is coming over. All the kids are going to get together. We're going to have a barbecue. Why don't you come hang out? I know you guys get along. You probably miss each other. Yes, you go. You do that, right? But you don't instigate that. Especially you don't instigate it without your brother or your or the kids. Yeah, and I think yeah, you no, kind of have to step back from the situation. That, yeah. If she needs advice, she needs help, she got to hire a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. and your, yeah. your, your job is to help your brother through this. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You can call her and offer, hey, listen, if you guys need a break because you need, you know, a weekend to sit down and sort some stuff out or go to, you know, mediation, whatever, you need me to take the kids, I'll do that. I'll do that for both of you. But you you certainly can't maintain private conversations with the woman your brother's divorcing. It, it just, it, it, it sounds silly, but it, it really does feel like, it, um, like a death. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. It's somebody who is very, very close to you that is no longer going to be in your life. Although there are kids, so like they will, but this is uh, this this is up to your brother and the wife to figure out. This is all up to them to figure out. They will let you know when it's time to be okay with things. And then you can sort of come in and try and reintegrate yourself into whatever life they decide they want to live with. But you can't you can't be a leader in anything on this. No, I don't I don't want to be. I just don't want to say the wrong thing. Then don't say um, anything. Then don't say anything. Yeah. Then don't say anything. So when she asks me, I just say, I, I don't feel comfortable. Just say, hey, listen, you, you know I've been through this. I know what you guys are going through. I can't be involved in this way. I just can't. Not in, not on this level. Um, and do you think um, I made the right move directing my brother not to tell my parents yet? Again, that's a... Uh that's a conversation or a That's decision tough. that your brother has to make. Yeah. I know. And he, yeah, he agreed. I just said, if you need to get it off your shoulders, do it. But, you know, it's now really the best time. But as parents, should they know right away? Should they not? I, I don't do, know. Do all those decisions are based around one thing. Uh, what's best for the kids? Yes. Okay. The order you tell people, when you tell people, how you tell people, if you tell people mm-hmm. is only based around those decisions are only based around what's best for the kids and how best to protect okay. them. Okay? Yes. All right. Thank you, Ava. Thank you guys very much. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Whose birthday is it today? Mike Myers. I got freaked out over this one. Mike Myers. Oh, he's... uh, Yeah. Mike Myers, Mike Myers. He's a tough one. Because to me, he disappeared for a real long time. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, Mike Myers in my head is sort of like suspended in a time... Showing. Let's see. Mike Myers. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. This is going to be a surprise. I know this is going to be one of those surprising ones because yeah. he has been kind of out of my life at least for yes. a bit. Yes. Well, that's the whole 60. thing, right? I'm going to say it's like a monumental birthday. Yeah, he's 57. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's 57 today. Good for you, Mike Myers. Which is crazy to me because Mike Myers to me is not 57. Yeah, no. At all. 
Because he's just been around forever. Right? Like, no, wow. Mike Myers is like, I don't know, 42. <laughs> oh, okay. Because he's still so young. Because when, when has Mike Myers done anything where it's just him in the past, like, 15 years mm-hmm. where it's not his voice or him wearing some sort of costumey type thing? When's the, what was the last Mike Myers movie? No. Like, when's the last time Mike Myers showed up in the movie? Goldmember? When was that though? The Austin Powers gold But didn't he do Beyonce? that one where he played the Indian Swami? Didn't he do that? Oh, movie? the Love Guru. Yeah, the Love Guru. Was that after Austin Powers? I don't. Yeah, it was after Austin Powers. He was just in Bohemian Rhapsody. What's that? He was just in Bohemian. Oh, Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody, right? But what about before that? What's like the last like Mike Myers movie where he just talked normal and was just like a regular guy? Has he ever done a movie like that? I don't think so. I don't even think he has. No, I don't think he can. Has Mike Myers ever done a regular movie? Or he just like doesn't either have an accent or play a character or like, has he just been an actor in a movie? No. Where he's like the neighbor. You know what I mean? I don't think so. No. Or like, like John the or, neighbor? Or like the cop or something like that. I, I don't, don't think, think he so. ever has. No. That's I don't think it's weird. What I don't even career. think it's in him. I think he needs to be like a character. Yeah. What an odd career. Of some sort. Yeah. I never thought about that with Mike Myers. Anyway, he's 57 today, which is incredible. Um, what else is going on here? There was something else I wanted to talk to you about. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Oh yeah, so uh, I my heart stopped, and I I know that I'm not one on like protect Betty White at all costs, but Betty White started trending yesterday, and I didn't click on it. I put my phone down because you thought, yeah, that's it. Yeah, we've lost her. Yeah, yeah. I didn't because I didn't want to. I didn't even want to look. Right, put my phone down, and I just walked away. But she's okay? I don't know. Uh, oh, no, I'm kidding. She's fine. Betty. No, she's fine. Oh, <laughs> Bro, my heart skipped a beat for a second. I was going to say. Come on, man. No, she's fine. Uh, oh, apparently, man. Betty White is doing just fine during the pandemic. A rep for uh, Betty White um, gave... Uh, Wait, so why is she trending then? Today's show. Because I, I, I think people were concerned. So her rep sent out a statement saying um, that no one is permitted in Betty White's house. Of course. She's like 100. <laughs> uh, she does have helpers. Uh, Betty Wade, of course, 98 years old, they say, oh, is uh, spending as much time as possible uh, in her yard with her family of ducks, saying <laughs> Be- Betty has a beautiful backyard with a number of wild animals visiting. Two ducks always come by to say hello. They waddle up to her glass door and look in. And, uh, like, so, you I, Betty? Yeah, exactly. Wank. <laughs> 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 yeah, so Betty White. Yeah, 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 we're going to the store. We'll yeah, so back. in case you were one of the people that yesterday as well saw Betty White trending and did not want to click on it, we can yeah. tell you she's fine okay, with her God, ducks. Thank okay? God. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, did you find, I, I didn't mean to, um, I completely forgot about this. Did what? you find baby bunnies in your backyard? I did. You did? What happened yeah. to them? Are they okay or do you don't oh, want to talk fine. about it? They're, no, they're no, fine? they're fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, how far because from the house were they? Uh, you posted a video, Mocha. Uh, I don't even know what, what you did. I don't, Catherine showed it to me because I, I don't know how to get that stuff. <laughs> what, uh, on your feet scrolling? You don't know how to scroll? No, but was it a story or was it a video? No, it was just it was a on video. My oh, no, I didn't see it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you clicked like on it. Did I? Yes. yes. Did I really? You commented. Oh, she showed me on my phone. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. God, you're so lost. Yeah, I know. Because I always have questions. So I'm always like, uh-huh. show me how to do this. No, so. We were in the backyard one day and the dog was getting um, like real sniffy around one part of the yard. We're like, what's going on? And I looked over and a little further away, I could see there was like little, um, what do you call it? It was just like fluffy 
bits just yeah. like there, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I hope the dog didn't like find something and start eating it. Yeah. Or that something had died there and now the dog's getting close and then like rabies. Right. So I get close and we see like the ground is like moving just a bit, right? Yeah. And so I waited until Jenna went in, Cruz went in, Tig went in to the house because I didn't want anyone disturbing whatever was happening under there just in case it was not bunnies and like a demigorgon. Sure. (laughs) So I was able to safely remove like bits and pieces, just a couple of layers of what was on the surface, right? Of like sticks and fuzz and mud. Yeah. And I peeled it back and there were like, I think I counted like maybe six or seven little baby bunnies in there. Yeah. And I was like, oh man. So are they still there? No. no. So I covered them back up yeah. and I made sure, and I kind of created like a little border around. Yeah. And um, so I had checked every single day to make sure that the ground was still kind of moving, right? Yeah. And every day the ground was moving. And then on Friday or Saturday, yeah. It was about a week after I had discovered that they were there. Yeah. They were gone. Gone. See ya. Yeah, I know. Did you show Cruz at least? Did you bring him yeah, over? Yeah, I, I brought it. Yeah, he saw. He saw them. But I told him, I said, like, listen, we can't touch them. They're sleeping right now. They have to be safe. Their, their mummy comes and sees them every morning and every night to feed them. <laughs> yeah. So we're not allowed to touch. And he, he understood. Did you feed? Like, do you leave carrots? No, 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 no. They take care of it. They do. Yeah. They do their the mom, own thing. The mom showed like that same day that we discovered them. I think my wife is the one who saw the mama bunny come back and was like hanging out around there. Yeah, yeah. Right now, do you regularly see bunnies in your backyard? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You should keep that nest there for them, though. So I will. Because if they do it, they they'll come back. What other like, yeah. don't uh, don't do mow over have? it. Do you have like? Because my dad has coyotes. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, no, for we sure. We haven't seen any coyotes. I mean, I only seen... see skunks around Roz's place. Literally, yeah. that's the only. We were place. driving through the country the other day, and Catherine was doing this thing where everything she saw on the road, she would look at rocks and go, "Hey, do you want me to hold a like anything we passed?" Right? She's yeah. like, "Hey, do you want me to hold a frog?" And then we stopped, and Catherine picked up the frog that was on the road, and then we put it back in the little creek, oh and then we God. kept going and saw worm and everything else. And then we were driving, and uh, Catherine's like, uh, "Hey, rocks, you want uh, mommy to hold a turkey?" And then we look at the window, and there was just like five turkeys on the road and as we get closer just they, hanging out they start flying towards us and we're like turkeys <laughs> don't fly and they were like hawks or buzzards or something like that but there was like five of them on the road yeah and as we drive closer i'm like god that was really weird that there was like five of them all lined up on the road like that it was like some sort of mini roadblock and roxy looks at her window and goes i know why they were there that's a squirrel <laughs> i look at the window and i go oh my god and as soon as i get to god roxy goes and its head is in its butt oh! <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So I'm not a big cereal guy, but is this a big deal that they're releasing Frosted Frakes and Fruit Loops in the same box? Are you kidding me? This is huge news. <laughs> Mocha, come on, man. We've been doing this since we were children ourselves with two separate boxes. Yeah. Now it's in one box. Do you understand? I was never a Yes, we understand. Sorry. Yeah, I get it. It's both of them in one box, man. This is genius. (laughs) Is it, though? I saw this yesterday, and I looked to my husband. I said, finally, somebody gets it. But why can't you just do that yourself? Because here's the thing. Early in the morning, when your partner's sleeping, and you have to crinkle two boxes. Stop it. Why can't you just do it yourself? 
But I this get is, that it's like a big fun. I, I guess that it validates it validates people. All those people that have been putting Frosted Flakes and Fruit Loops in the same bowl over the years yeah. are, are now feeling validated and noticed. That well, not Kellogg, that Kellogg's is like, oh, you want two in one box? Yes, Here, hold my milk. Exactly. And we'll charge you more. And but here's the thing: it's a better mixture, right? When you mix it yourself, the mixture's not really there. Yeah. What's so? What's the perfect ratio then? Do you want more Frosted Flakes or more Fruit Loops? You want more fruit? No, you want more Frosted Flakes. You're right. Less Fruit Loops. Really? Yes. Because otherwise, it's too sweet. The mixture's just not right. The Frosted, Frosted Flakes are flakes, already too sweet. No, no but it what. evens it out with kind of that. And grain. the thing with Frosted Flakes, I find, is you have to basically eat the entire bowl within the first, like, 45 seconds yeah. before it then turns into a massive slot. So that's what I was going to say, is that, because I don't know, I'm unfamiliar with Fruit Loops. I've never had Fruit Loops. Um, what is the SOG time? Are they roughly the same, or does one SOG no. before the other? Fruit Loops I take longer to SOG. Know. Fruit Loops take longer I to I SOG. Haven't ha I haven't had either in yeah. years. Really? I had Fruit Loops this weekend. Really? Huh? Yeah. We have in our home a box of life, a box of Fruit Loops, and a life. Box. They still sell life. Oh, it's my favorite. What is life? Is it? Isn't it just like Special K? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No, life is. Um, it's like a puff treddy. Oh, is that what it is? It's kind of like a puff treddy. Really? I it was a huh? flat treddy. No, it's a little bit puffed. It's a little bit puffed and a oh. lighter taste. I remember my brother used to eat Fruit Loops and I never had it. We always had Fruit Loops in the house. And then I guess at some point, I don't know whether it was like a money thing. I don't think it was a health thing because my parents didn't care about stuff like that. <laughs> um, but at some point they just bought a bag, a giant bag from I don't even know where, like Eminem Meats or something like that because we only had three stores in Acton. <laughs> and I know they didn't sell this at IGA, but they bought like a giant bag of Puffs you ever had that? Yeah. Right? But when I say a giant bag, uh -huh. I mean like it was a giant bag. Like, like a garbage bag full. It was the size of a bag that like a pillowcase, like a pillow oh, comes geez. in. Right? It was the size of a pillowcase. And it was plastic and it had a big giant twist tie on the top of it. And it sat in the pantry. And this stuff was vile. Like you had to put so much sugar on this. And yeah. we weren't allowed to put sugar on it. Uh, but you had to put so much sugar on it when your parents left for work. Uh, and then <laughs> I remember we weren't allowed to get any other cereal until that was gone. Because I, I think I was a big fan of honeycombs at the time. Does oh, anybody yeah. eat honeycombs yeah. anymore? I, yeah. I, I had I right? enjoyed honeycombs. I was, I was the goddamn too. honeycomb kid, and I saved the day every day. And <laughs> I remember that I couldn't eat any of the good cereal until we finished this big giant bag of puffs. And so it was that experience that really turned me off cereal. And I never really had cereal after that. Yeah, it I ruined can't remember me the last time cereal. I had cereal. I had, My dad used to eat the one. What's the one where? Uh, are you it was like of, a, a brick of wheat. What's oh, that oh, one? Oh, oh shredded wheat? Is no, that what it is? No, Muffets. Muff, muff, muffets? Yeah. No, that can't be. <laughs> no, isn't it Shreddies? No, no, no he's thinking of the one where it's literally a, it's brick, like a brick of wheat. Okay. And then you put it you put it in the bowl yeah, and, and it you dissolves. pour milk. Yeah. And then you like it's, separate it with It's the like ramen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cereal. What's it called? Right? No, weed is it weed bix? Is it weed? No. What's it called, Shem? What is that? Do you know, find, find that because I know because there was the little ones, right? Yeah, and then they had it was like you put like two bricks or one yeah, brick. Yeah. And my dad used to eat that every morning. Really? Yeah, that's an investment too. Yeah. Do you ever have cereal for dinner? That's that's no, the I best. don't eat cereal. I can't. I don't know how many times I can say this. What it's, is it? Weetabix. Weetabix. Yeah. Yeah. And the yeah. round ones were muffets. Yeah. And then the, the miniature ones, I remember, had frosting on one yeah. side. Yeah, mini wheats. Never got those. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How you doing, man? Good. So what's hockey going to look like now when they get back to this? 
I tried to watch that thing with Batman yesterday, and he's oh, so dry. It's like boring. a popcorn fart. Um, <laughs> and I couldn't get through it because I just didn't really understand. Because I like you, you sort of understand the language and the format and the pace of of hockey and what a season is. But when Gary Bettman starts talking about some new made up version of hockey, I had a really hard time figuring out what he was talking about. Especially when he just sounds the same, like. Throughout the entire thing that he was doing yesterday, yeah. his tone never changes. Yeah, which made it for a very boring announcement. But there are two but takeaways. Also, there was just so much that that wasn't definitive about it, though. Am I right about that? Like there was, it was. A, yeah, he some broke of the it stuff down. Was like pretty ambiguous. He broke it down into four phases, but even still, each one of those phases is dependent on what the world looks like in the next little while, right? right? We have to wait for health officials. This is all based on health officials. So, if so, then we could proceed to, you know, phase two. Once phase two is done, according to health I, officials, if it's safe, then we go to phase three. And then, like, everything kind of ended the I same get, way before yeah, the next phase I starts. get that. What I don't understand is how the hockey's going to be played. Like, I don't understand the the amount of teams and then who has to play who for points to get into a make-believe playoff round that'll then go into a real playoff round. Like, I don't understand the format. Well, the the one thing that we do know is that the regular season is officially done. Right. So when things start up, it'll just go into playoffs. Yeah. And there's all this talk about hub cities. That's right. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Where will games be able to take place? And that was one of the things Gary Bettman talked about yesterday. I can say we have narrowed the choices to a number of cities that as of today include Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Edmonton, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Pittsburgh, Toronto, and Vancouver. There are no shortage of candidates that can help us do this. Again, the final determination will depend on COVID-19 conditions testing, availability, and government regulations. I also don't like the way he says candidates. Um, <laughs> that, that part bothers you? Yeah, it does. Candidates? Maybe that. Candidates. There's no shortage of candidates. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to be able to play. So 24 teams will be split into the top 12 from each conference and placed in a separate hub city for the Stanley Cup playoffs. In both conferences, the top four teams will play a round-robin tournament tournament to determine the playoff seeding. In the Eastern Conference, uh, Boston, Tampa Bay, uh, Washington, uh, Philly will face off, while the Blues, Avalanche, Golden Knights, and Stars will play for seeding in the West. The league hopes teams will be able to resume training. So as it is... <laughs> is that official? So it's a playoff. It's a, it, there's, there's no more season, but it's playoffs with 24 teams? Yeah. So it's basically a season. It's basically like, so everybody gets to get in now? Yeah. So the Eastern Conference, so the playoff series for the remainder of the, uh, the, the, the teams, it would be the Penguins versus the Canadians... The Hurricanes versus the Rangers, Islanders versus the Panthers, Leafs and Blue Jackets, and then in the West, Oilers, Blackhawks, Predators, Coyotes, Canucks, Minnesota, Flames, Jets. So all the teams, basically, with the exception (laughs) of like just a few that aren't worthy. I don't know. Anyway, I'm I'm happy it's back, and I just don't know when it's going to happen. Like, is this going to happen soon, or is this going to happen when? Well, this is what Gary Bettman has to say. Obviously, we anticipate playing over the summer and into the early fall. At this time, we are not fixing dates because the schedule of our return to play will be determined 
both by developing circumstances and the needs of our players. So they have a plan set in place, but they can't hit start on everything until they get the go ahead. So if they finish if they finish the Stanley Cup in September, when does hockey start again then? I assume they just roll with it. Maybe you take with a no break? No, maybe you take a, a month off and then you pick up again when you would typically start a season yeah. end of October, beginning oh, of November. God. Anyway, I'm happy that a hockey's coming back. I am, but I just wish it was in a way that I understood. <laughs> like I really too. Just know that all the teams, except for a handful, are gonna be playing again. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So Jimmy Fallon is canceled. That's what happened overnight while you were sleeping. His show got canceled? No. People are trying to cancel him on oh, Twitter. For what? What do you do? So the, it resurfaced from 2000 when Jimmy Fallon was on, Maury put the clip in for you, when Jimmy Fallon was on SNL and he was doing a skit with Daryl Hammond mm-hmm. where Daryl Hammond was playing Regis Fieldman and Jimmy Fallon was playing Chris Rock and Jimmy Fallon on Saturday Night Live was done up with full makeup and everything to look like and sound like Chris Rock. Oh, so blackface. Yeah. <gasps> Now we're talking. Where is he? Man, oh man, read this book. I've seen who wants to be a millionaire, and guess what? Not a lot of black folks on the show. Right. Not a lot of black folks on the show. You know why? Because black folks don't like to answer questions. Oh, they want to be millionaires, but you got to ask that kind of question. Like, in 1981, how many grams of crack did Rick James smoke when he recorded Super Freak? <laughs> A pair of <laughs> okay. Okay. So that was uh, Jimmy Fallon on us. I remember that. I remember that episode. What year was that? Two thousand. So how is it that it's? It's always been there. No, I know, but yeah. why is it resurfacing? Because that's what happens, now, right? This though. is this is what this is what happens. Like who started that tweet? Eh, who or knows? The, the, the hashtag. Who knows? The who outrage. Knows? Who knows? It just it just happens, and then the K-pop stands get a hold of it, and then it becomes number one on uh, number one on Twitter. But that that exists, right? Yeah, that exists. Everything exists. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if I don't know if Jimmy Fallon's ever talked about that before because at the oh, time, yeah. Like at the time, that's what like I remember. Like that's that's when Dave Chappelle would do his white character, yeah, <laughs> right, and. I don't know. I just think it was a way that they they did things, and it, I'm not saying it's right because it's just you, you can't even have that discussion whether it, it, it was it's a tribute or whatever it is. You just don't do it, and we all we all know that. But so many years later, and then everybody now is saying that maybe you know SNL SNL should get canceled twenty years later um, because they they allowed this. Well, before that, do you remember Billy Crystal used to do Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah, right. Yeah. And he used to do Sammy Davis Jr. a lot on that show. Nobody ever brings out the clips of Billy Crystal. Maybe Billy Crystal isn't that relevant anymore, and people just don't want to cancel him. Has Robert Downey Jr. ever been canceled for Tropic Thunder? See, here's the thing with Tropic Thunder, though, and he's explained this, too, is that Robert Downey Jr. wasn't playing a black guy in Tropic Thunder. Robert Downey Jr. played a white actor who went through these crazy extreme lengths to play a role in a movie. Oh, right. Right. So he was playing a guy that did that right. as opposed to as opposed to playing a black guy. Right. He was playing a crazy oh. white actor who 
turned himself as an actor in the movie Black for a Role. So all of a sudden, this clip of Jimmy Fallon yeah. from... And they pop years up, ago. yeah, and they and they and they and they pop up. But if you're wondering why that's why Jimmy Fallon is over party is uh, is trending, uh, it's uh, it's because of that. But I don't know if Fallon's ever said anything about it. Has he? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think he's ever. I, I don't think he's ever addressed don't it. Think so, because Fallon is not the kind of guy that wa- like you know he almost he almost walked off a show when he got heat for messing Donald Trump's hair. Yeah. Like Fallon doesn't take criticism. Yeah. At all, because it's not it's not who he is, right? He's the nice guy, and then everybody started going with the the clips of because uh, Kimmel did Charles Barkley that one time, where he dressed up as Charles Barkley. Oh, did he really? Yeah, and then they're like, which late night host hasn't done blackface for God's sake? Oh right? damn! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. LCBO was packed in my hood yesterday. Was it? What'd well, you go in for? We placed an online order and did curbside. Man, pickup. You are so efficient at everything. I like go and I stand in line with everybody else. Oh, you and, do? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fam, I was in and what out of do? the store yeah. in like two minutes. Really, huh? So yeah, do you get to bypass have, a line? Yeah. They have yeah. like a separate, I walked in like fully protected. Yeah. I was surprised by how many people walking in there. First of all, when it was so hot and humid yesterday, yeah. walking into the LCBO. Yeah. It was like the fridges were on full blast. Oh, the AC was bro. on full blast. Why it was so me? nice. You just want to crack it. You want to drink there. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. But I walked in looking like I was going to rob the place because wearing gloves and a black mask plus a black hat. Yeah. I know. We've all become bank robbers. I was thinking about <laughs> that yesterday. You know, we all look like uh, bandits. Yeah. <laughs> but like nobody, I, it was me and like maybe one other person I saw in the LCBO that was wearing a mask. Yeah, I'm seeing less and less people now wearing masks. Yeah. In in places in places like that. Freaks me out Did just in Joe case. Joe Biden in his he had no. like a big black mask on and sunglasses. He looked Oh badass. yeah, he looked like a bandit too. He looked like Snake Eyes from uh, GI Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one's half a battle. Um but yeah, no, we placed our order on what day was it yesterday? Yesterday was Tuesday, so we yeah. placed it on Monday afternoon. And then I got the email yesterday morning saying that everything was ready for pickup. And then how big of an order? Do you ever worry that people are judging you with Why? the amount of alcohol that you buy? Like I, I have, I'm sort of of two minds with this. I never want to go and pick up more than it looks like is my fair share, or it looks like I'm having some sort of party, or it looks like I'm going to drink that all myself. Right. Right. I never want to. I never want to like get an excessive amount of alcohol. <laughs> my my order is usually like three or four cans, and it's yeah. not- no. I ordered an excessive amount only because. I'm just going to stock the fridge and stock our, like, liquor cabinet. Yeah, and Jenna doesn't ju- get judgy? No, she's the one that no. helped me place the order. Oh, she is. Huh? I was like, yeah. hey, what do you need? What else do you need? Yeah. And she's like, here, let me just look at the website and I'll fill it out. You tell me what you need. Because I had to go buy Catherine a bottle of Cointreau because she's into, uh, every now and then she'll have a margarita. And that uh-huh. bottle of Cointreau is going to last her three years. <laughs> like, no yeah. joke. It will. Yeah. It'll, it'll sit in the cupboard for three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What is yeah. Cointreau? Cointreau, she found this fantastic recipe for margaritas where there's like no margarita mix. Mm. It's, it's tequila, Cointreau, and lime. Isn't that is it like Spanish for a number? No, that's cuatro. Okay. Um, and I think it's equal parts of each. I'm not 100% sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So that's her martini recipe, and she swears by it and loves it. Yeah. And uh, so she's been having a couple of martinis, ever, or not martinis. Uh, what are those things called? Margaritas. Margaritas. Uh, she's been having a couple of those lately. But so, like, I, I can't, but I can't bring home six cases of anything. Sure you can't. No, cares, because man. it's only me. Because there were other people nah, who you were know walking me. out of there with like, Maybe a case of something or like a six pack of something. Yeah. But I walked out with a cart. And like I said, I placed my order online, walked in, 
and they had like a dedicated counter. Yeah. Walked right up to that counter. The gentleman just looked at the uh, the confirmation number. Yeah. Walked to the back, brought it back, signed a piece of paper. I was out. Like this Took is like two three minutes. See, this is how much I love to drink, but also how much I fear being judged. Like I'm thinking of it like a three prong process where I will place the order. Uh-huh. Right. I will. Ha- I will have Maury go and pick up the order. <laughs> okay, and keep it in his storage locker under a tarp in his condo parking lot. And then every couple of days, I'll get him to bring a case in to work and park beside me in the parking lot. And then I'm now thinking I have to go on Amazon to find a cooler that's going to fer- perfectly fit in the back of the truck. And then he can just restock me. Right, so I can bring in little that's bits at a time. Right? That's what I mean, that's though. Way too much work. But it's, but, but it's the right amount of work. <laughs> you can always just say something as you're leaving. Like if you're carrying like you know three cases of something, just be like, oh, going, you know, stocking up for a month. No. Loud noises. But the problem is more. But the problem is is that. But the problem is is that in two weeks, then I have to go to a new LCBO. Stocking up. For a month. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, do you watch Killing Eve at all? I do not. You don't, huh? I started to. Yeah. I watched like the first maybe three episodes. The first season was so good. I yeah. don't know what they're doing this season. It's but, not good? No. Oh. Um, I mean, still, alert. don't get me wrong. I still watch. Yeah. I still watch. I just don't know what the show is anymore. Okay. That's all. I think that they have. Half the show is extremely interesting, and then the other half is almost feels like they're now shoehorning it into the interesting part of the show. Like the Sandra O oh part of the show does not need to be there, but they can't get rid of Sandra O oh because she's the main character. Yeah, but you don't need it because she's the least. Her storyline is the least interesting part of the you show. Know, now that I think about it, maybe we only watched one episode. Yeah, the but first. it was great. For season one was I have to get amazing. Back into the, the 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 two characters that uh, that they play were just so incredible together and the story was amazing but now the show is I just don't even know what the show is anymore but anyway so last night um, at the beginning of the show in the opening credits they played a version of Taylor Swift's Look What You Made Me Do and it sounds nothing like the Taylor Swift version of Look What You Made Me Do Right, so it was. I don't like you. So the song don't was. Like you. The song was credited to a band called Jack Leopards and the Dolphin Club. Okay. And cool then, <laughs> and then uh. fans started trying to find out. Well, what in the heck is a Jack Leopards and the Dolphin Club? Yeah. And it's their. It was their only credited song. They have no history of anything. They have no presence of anything. How'd they get their song in a sh- TV show though? Well, they didn't. Because what it actually is, is when you look at the credits of the song, yeah. the original songwriters are all listed on there, Jack Antonoff, Taylor Swift, everything else. Uh, but um, Nils Joberg, which is Taylor Swift's pseudonym that she writes under. What? Is on it, right? What's the name? 
Nils, I think, how do you pronounce it? Nils, and then it's S-J-O with the umlauts, B-E-R-G. Joburg? Nils Joburg? Joburg? Nils Joburg? I don't know. Maybe that like it's funny and you're supposed to say it a different way and it makes a joke, but I don't know. Nils Joburg. Nils, Nils Joburg? <laughs> uh, so, but that's Taylor's uh, writing pseudonym. That's what she wrote, uh, really? whatchamacallit, on when she was working with Calvin Harris. Remember when she wrote that super popular song? And then everybody was... <laughs> Shut up. You know, that's all the words in no, the beat. No, <laughs> you know what I mean. It came out. Her her people. Anyway, so what they're saying now is that this uh, uh, Jack Leopards in the Dolphin Club is Taylor Swift. Yeah. Re-recording Look What You Made Me Do. But people are saying that it's her brother who is doing the singing because a story came out earlier this year where Taylor was all up on Phoebe Waller-Bridge who created Killing Eve to let her brother be on the soundtrack. Oh. So also, to the flip side of this, what hardcore Taylor fans are wondering is if this is a way for Taylor to re-release a version of Look What You Made Me Do without giving the people who own her catalog any money off it. Scooter Braun. Right, because she's not even singing on it. All this trickery, huh? Right? Yeah, so play it again and think all it, think, this trickery. Yeah, exactly, I know. And then you, she just sits back and waits for fans to figure it all out. Totally. Because they will. Yeah. Right? The they absolutely will. They all come out. Yeah. and Mocha Show podcast. Well, it's official, everybody. Which is what? Elon Musk and Grimes have officially changed the name of their kid. Mm-hmm. If you remember, the name was <laughs> X uh, A-E-A dash 12. Right. The name now is X A E A X and then a little I, two little I's. Yeah. Because apparently numbers aren't allowed in birth certificates. Yeah, so but it's a dash is it's, still it's, there. It's still A dash twelve. It's just a Roman numeral. Correct. Yeah. So, so it's the, officially been changed. Well, not really. It's still the same name. It's the same name, yeah, it's but like, on paper, it looks different. Yeah, it's like if they said no more Stevens with a PH. <laughs> <laughs> it's still Steven. It's still Steven, right? You have to go with the V then. I always found Steven with a PH odd because it's yeah. Stephen or Stefan. I always found it, I, like, to me, the name isn't odd. Like, it's whatever. I always, I, I, I always wanted to know who was the first to say we're going to use the ph but it's still going to be steven yeah it's still going to be pronounced that way yeah and then how and then how did that steven feel but like if you're a parent and you want to name your kid steven why go with the ph because for the rest of steven's life yeah 
he will have to correct everyone when they call him Stefan. And right. he's like, no, it's actually Stephen. Yeah, there's nothing as Stephen with a PH hates more than when you call him Stefan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've never seen I've never seen rage like that before. I'm so, it's actually <laughs> Stephen. Oh, but there's a PH there. Yeah. I know, but you know. So yeah, so the name, as you just said, uh, the Grimes and uh, Elon Musk, X A E, which is I believe pronounced Ash A dash twelve, but instead of twelve as in one two. It is now 12 as in XII as in the Roman numerals 12. You're allowed to have a dash in a name. One dash they give you, but no numbers. Hmm. Interesting. The origin of the Stephen with the PH comes from the Greek letter of a weird looking P. Oh, yeah? But why now, though? I don't know. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for the information. Yeah, because your kid's going to love that explanation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain more. No, it's okay. Uh, this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. God, could you imagine just like all the training and the nerves and everything else and you're sitting there like in the rocket <laughs> getting ready to get launched into space and then somebody's just like, no, it's not going to happen today. Yeah. Hey, guys. Hey, girls. <laughs> Astronauts, we have an issue. What was I mean, the issue I, anyway? I think it's, it's all weather. It's always weather. It's always, always, always weather. But they even had the did Kelly Clarkson sing them the national anthem before they were like supposed to get their oh, asses launched up into space. Stop it! Yeah, like they did a whole thing, like a big presentation. Yeah, was it was the um, the Elon Spa- Musk SpaceX, one, right? Yeah, it was SpaceX, SpaceX, and NASA. Okay, um, they were sending uh, they were sending people up there. But I wonder play- how much it costs. To cancel, uh, first of all, yeah, the setup and then question. the cancel. Because now they got to set up again. Yeah, I don't know. You mentioned it was like 16 minutes before. Yeah, it was like 15 minutes. It was down to the wire. Really? Yeah, yeah. like you're sitting there. Like they strapped in, seatbelts on. You've already come to terms with everything at that point, yeah. right? Like you, you're committed to this. You're committed to the science. You're committed to exploration. You have... Adjusted taken, your rear view mirror. Yeah, but you've taken everything else into consideration, all the dangers, and you know what the worst case scenario is. Mm. You know, you've, you've just come to peace and come to terms with all of that as you're sitting there, which takes, I can't even imagine the amount of just internal struggle to come to terms and then still be able to function and thrive in that situation. And like hype yourself up for Yes, it. right? Like I'm okay with everything right now. What we're doing, like you, and then just 15 minutes before somebody tells you it's not going to happen and then you got to go through that all over again. Yeah. Like I can't even imagine that. But anyway, Kelly Clarkson sang them the national anthem. <laughs> do they normally do this? Um, I don't know. Sure. I think it would make more news if they had somebody yeah. sing the national anthem yeah. before every launch. God, Kelly Clarkson has got a good voice, huh? Oh, yeah. But no, I don't know if I could do that. Like, you just, it, t- it must take so much to just get to that point where you're okay with everything. And like, then somebody, the and then somebody tells you, yeah, they, I think they will, yeah. yeah. Or do they like have a, a backup squad or something? No, the, there's always there's always backups, but it's just the it's just the the individuals who were in the the, the SpaceX shuttle yesterday. Well, it's like uh, you know getting all dressed up, doing your hair and everything for a first date, and then she calls and cancels on you. Yep, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> just like it, getting stood up. <laughs> Also, she always called more. Oh! 
<laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Robin, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi, good morning. Hello. It's been like over a year since we talked to you about this, huh? Yeah, it has been. <laughs> so you wrote us this originally. I have feelings for my neighbor and I don't know what to do. He's older than me and we've been hanging out and talking for about nine months now. Uh, I haven't told him that I have uh, feelings for him and I don't know if I should. It's hard because he lives right across the street and our families know each other. Uh, I've gone to his softball games and I've been in his house with his friends. And now had you guys been hooking up at this point or no? Yeah. You had been hooking up, but you didn't know sort of what the status was and you... I believe we tried to get you to admit that you were in love with the guy on the call, right? Yep. And then we advised you that, you know, if you're going to if you're going to jump, just jump and, you know, you got to be honest with him and tell him how you feel because being the booty call is only fine for so long and then it starts to get to you and then you're going to fall in love with him and he's not going to love you and it's because all going to fall apart and you're going to get hurt. Point, you guys were doing all the boyfriend girlfriend stuff anyway. Yeah, like, like you yeah. got couch shopping together. Yeah. So yeah. so what happened? Did you tell him how you felt or no? I did. And how'd that go? Like, how long after we all talked did you tell him? Um, I want to say maybe a few weeks. Okay. I want to say days, but it was definitely weeks. Okay. Yeah, and we um, told you to have the conversation face-to-face and not text yeah. him. Did you yeah. face-to-face or did you text him? Face-to-face. Okay, and what was his reaction? Um, He wasn't surprised. I think he kind of already knew. But it was good that we had the chat. Since then, we've, uh, we've actually been really open about where we're at still, like, kind of just like to check in with each other, you know? So are you boyfriend-girlfriend? We're not. We're kind of still in the same place. (laughs) Oh! Um, (laughs) Are you still hooking up? Yeah, of course. Okay, so, so, so after a year... At that time when we talked to you a year ago, you were in it for nine months with this guy, yeah, acting like boyfriend like, and girlfriend without having the title. Yeah. It's now a place. year and nine months has gone by since you guys started, and you're still <laughs> doing boyfriend-girlfriend stuff, but without calling each other boyfriend-girlfriend. Yeah. Do you celebrate anniversaries? No. Oh, okay. Just checking. No. No, but but we're we're actually like we're doing a lot better. Like we we're a lot more open with each other. We communicate about a lot more things now. Um, it's kind of easier for us to be like this right now. So boyfriend girlfriend. There's, there's no yeah, pretty much. Like we're pretty much dating without the title. Hold on. Do you see other people? No. Does he see other people? No. So do you have the conversation about how you're not seeing other people? Yeah. So you're committed. Pretty much. Yeah. Monogamous. Yeah. I mean, pretty much. Like if another dude walked into the picture that you were attracted to and felt like you'd get along with better, you'd pursue that maybe? No. Okay. Would would he be okay if you hooked up with somebody else? No. Would he be hurt? I think so. Okay. Would you be okay if he hooked up with somebody somebody else? No. No, I wouldn't. Would you be hurt? (laughs) Yeah, I would be destroyed. Okay, so you guys are boyfriend girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Boyfriend, girlfriend. Okay. So no change then in over a year. No, but like sometimes you know, like like when people get married, like it it adds pressure. Like having a label adds pressure to your relationship. No, it doesn't. Not adding a label just gives you a way out in your own head. I guess. Well, I'm I'm, but I'm not upset with the way that we are right now. Like don't, don't that's get, fine. No, 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 no. <laughs> but I think you guys just need to admit that you're just boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> Yeah, we will. Yeah. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, because I don't want to go in too hard on you here, because I was the exact same way with Catherine for a very long time. Yeah. uh, For a very long time, where it was just this undefined, 
wonderful thing. And half of it was my not wanting to sort of fully commit, not because I wanted to see other people, but just because it was a, I was a little bit of a head case at the time. But the other thing was that if you sort of took that next step, would it damage the really great thing that you had? Like there was all these sort of variables in there, but all, yeah. of, all of them were garbage excuses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Robin, do you and your boyfriend, non-boyfriend tell each other... <laughs> Like, say I love you to one another? No. No, oh, not do you, yet. Do you say it to him? No. no. Well, no. I mean, I've said it before, but that's not something I say regularly. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Do you ever say, oh, my God, I love hanging out with you? Yeah. Okay. Aw, that's do you, ever, do, you, do, you ever, do you ever say, oh, oh my God, like, I, I, I love whatever, doing whatever with you? Yeah, of course. Okay. Do you ever, like, roll over and are like, oh, my God, that was amazing. I loved it so much? <laughs> Okay, that's like, okay, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on here. So, so you love like 95 things about the relationship and have no problem saying all the other things about your time together that you love, but you guys won't say I love you to each other? Yeah. Okay, that's uh, weird. <laughs> you guys just have to admit you're in love. Just admit it. You're in love and your boyfriend, girlfriend, and there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. Yeah. If he, no, if he, oh, hold on, pause for one second. If he proposed to you tomorrow, what would you say? Yeah. Okay. 100%. <laughs> you love each other. Shame, shame, double shame. Hey, listen, good for you. Exactly. Uh, we uh, we love stories about love on this show, um, and uh, we celebrate it. And yours is no different. It's a little unusual, but it is it is yours, and it sounds wonderful. So uh, we're nothing but happy for you. Thank you. All right. All right. You take care, Robin. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Okay, too. Say hi to your boyfriend for us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay, cool. I'm seeing him in an hour. <laughs> okay, <so>. cool. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. All right, are you good? Yeah, are okay. you good? Yes, I am. Now, because everybody feels that I do, that uh, when I say let's do the news, that it's mm-hmm. pre-recorded, I'm trying to figure out a way to prove to people that we do it live every single time and that it's different. Uh-huh. So I don't know how to do that. You'd have to sing it. I'd have to sing it? Yeah, but you would have to find a way to sing it differently every single time. Okay, I got it. I got it. Hey, Mocha, you ready? Yeah. Let's do the news! Like that? Was that different enough? <laughs> uh, yeah. I only have one way. <laughs> <laughs> A Roz and Mocha show and KISS 92.5 News Break. Brian Austin Green on his podcast still talking about he and Megan Fox breaking oh, up. Get over it, this bro. is Brian Austin Green talking about the time that Megan Fox told him that she felt quote more herself when she wasn't with him. Oh wow! <laughs> came home later and we sat down in the living room and we talked about it and she said, "You know what? I I realized while I was out of the country working alone that um, that I I feel." more like myself and I like myself better. Oh, wow. Um, I, I liked myself better during that experience. Oof, and God. And I think that might be something worth trying for me. And... And I met Machine Gun Kelly. And I, yeah, I was, I was shocked and I was upset about it, but I can't be upset at her and I wasn't upset at her because that's she didn't she didn't ask to feel that way she didn't you know she it wasn't a choice she made that's that's the way she honestly god that's hard to do on a podcast to go that deep into and he seems to be taking it very well 
Sort like, of. He seems to be know. very much at peace with it. Unless he's using the podcast as part of his therapy. I don't know, man. I don't know if the, I don't even know if that's healthy. Listen to this. Half of Canadians, half of Canadians say that governments are hiding something about COVID-19. Wow. Half of all Canadians believe that they are not getting the whole truth from the governments uh, about COVID-19. A new poll suggests the most recent survey shows that 50% of respondents felt governments were deliberately withholding information about the pandemic. Like what? For those polled, 15... And then they went through a bunch of um, conspiracy theories with them to find out oh. how Canadians felt about the conspiracy theories. I love these. 15% or less. This is still a big number, though. 15% or less believe stories that, like, Bill Gates is responsible for the spread of coronavirus. That nerd, why? Domination. Dr. Evil. Uh, more than a third of people, however, believe that the virus was created in a lab by the Chinese government. And 19% of respondents also said that they believe the number of deaths related to COVID-19 is exaggerated. Mm. I see that online a yeah, lot. I see that online. But uh, the idea that governments are withholding information about COVID, I, I've, I can see that. What that information is, I don't know. Could it be information that may <clears throat> kind of put the country into a tailspin? No, I think the or... information that we that would be withheld would be something that would be far more damaging to a global landscape, which is I feel that if anything is being withheld, it's the blame that's going on behind mm. closed doors. Right. That's what I think that we're not hearing about. I don't think that they want to start pointing fingers. And even if they have a solid, you know, person or government to blame, if there is blame, secrets, uh, trying to suppress information, whatever that may be, or even, you know, here mm. within, within your own city or country, wherever that is. But I think that that may be part of it. But yeah, 15% or less think that Bill Gates is responsible for coronavirus. Come on, man. <laughs> he gave us Windows 95. He did. But what has he done since? Nothing. He's been building corona this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. All right. You don't know. Uh, nearly 2 million Canadians believe that they have had or have COVID-19 Wow. and are not getting tested. Uh, so they say as many as 6% of Canadian adults, that works out to 1.8 million people believe that they have or have had COVID-19 and uh, are not getting tested. Uh, Chrissy Teigen posted herself a video uh, getting tested for COVID-19 where she giggled the entire way through it. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> One more side. Not bad at all. Oh, okay. Really? I like hearing that. <laughs> It's like a weird Two. tickle. <laughs> and then she followed that up on Instagram by saying, so hi, I posted myself getting a COVID test on Twitter as I'm getting surgery soon. A lot of people are understandably curious and nosy. So I'll say it here. I'm getting my boobs out. Uh, they've been great for me for many years, but I'm just over it. I'd like to be able to zip up a dress my size, lay on my belly with pure comfort. No biggie. So don't worry about me. All good. I still have boobs. They'll just be pure fat, which is all a boob is in the first place. A dumb, miraculous bag of fat. Hold on, she so got fake boobs? Was, yeah. I had no idea. Uh, Chrissy Teigen had fake boobs? Yeah. Really, huh? I, I know so everybody does, to huh. be honest with you. Interesting. But uh, she's getting them out. 
uh, Jimmy Fallon apologizing for that uh, 20 year old clip of him on SNL uh, in blackface doing a impersonation of Chris Rock. We had said yesterday that uh, Fallon does not take well to this sort of attention and criticism. He's yeah. just, a, I guess he's really sensitive and doesn't like to be part of this conversation, especially when Jimmy Fallon is over party and people are canceling Jimmy Fallon all day. So he wrote this in 2000 while on SNL, I made a terrible decision to do an impersonation of Chris Rock while in blackface. There is no excuse for this. I'm very sorry for making this unquestionably offensive decision and thank all of you for holding me accountable. That's uh, the statement from Jimmy Fallon. Uh, the Beavers are threatening to sue a Beverly Hills plastic surgeon for claiming that Haley Beaver has had plastic surgery. <gasps> I guess there's a plastic surgeon who's very popular on TikTok. Whatever the hell the world has come to now. Anyway, so he's doing videos and he's showing... Um, pictures of what he claims are before and afters of Haley Bieber and then I guess uses a quote of one of Justin's songs in the caption for the video. So this is the uh, the doctor. His name is Dr. Daniel Barrett. Check out the position of the nose, the dorsum, how refined it is in 2016 and how much smaller the tip is from 2011 to 2016. That doesn't happen from puberty or growing. In addition to the rhinoplasty, I think she's had a couple other things done listed above, but importantly and very noticeably, lip filler and a genioplasty, which is a chin implant. I think she's gorgeous no matter what, whether she wants to admit to having plastic surgery or not, it's her business. So uh, what's wrong with that, though? But it's none of his business. Why not? It is his business. It's what he does for a living. No, I know, but like, mind your own beeswax, sir. But if you were a former ball player and somebody told you to analyze a game, would you? <laughs> but did somebody ask him to analyze Haley no, Bieber's he's just, face? he's just doing it. That's what he does. Gas. Nerd. So anyway, so the letter from the Beavers accuses uh, the doctor of using her name, image, and likeness uh, to commercially advertise your plastic surgery practice and to spread false and uncorroborated claims that Mrs. Bieber had undergone plastic surgery. In addition, the letter also accuses Barrett of using copyrighted protected lyrics from one of Justin Bieber's songs. Uh, sorry. So there you have that. Uh, the province has extended its COVID-19 emergency orders until June 9th. So here in Ontario, that includes the closure of outdoor playgrounds, public swimming pools, bars, and restaurants, as well as restrictions on social gatherings of more than five people. So that is now going on until June 9th. I did a Zoom dinner last night with my uh, my Aww, mom and her husband, Kevin, for the first time. Yeah. That's so nice. And the, the question was because it was my brother and his wife, uh-huh. Leanna, and so they were together, and then it was my mom and her husband, Kevin, and then it was me, Catherine, and Roxy. And the decision yeah. was this. Do we all, me, Catherine, and Roxy, all crowd together at the same table and try and be on the same screen, or do Catherine and I go in one box on Zoom, and then Roxy goes and eats her dinner somewhere else in, like our, somewhere same, else in our same house? In the room? Or in the yeah, house? Yeah, and then, mm. she, and then we only see her through Zoom. So we put her in the backyard. No, you didn't. Yeah. I was going to say, do it as a family no. in one square. No, Rox went, Rox went in the backyard. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was so hot, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. She loves it, though. Uh-huh. I was going to say, yeah. so you and Kevin stayed in a nice, cool, <laughs> air-conditioned yeah, house, yeah, yeah. and you put your daughter, your 10-year-old, yeah. outside in the 37-degree heat. Okay, pause for one second in case anybody's thinking that I'm a lousy parent. <laughs> I put my daughter outside in a 37-degree heat uh-huh. with homemade pizza, french fries, and chicken wings. So you put her outside in the heat eating hot food. <laughs> Never mind. Bro. I had a lovely time. Okay. It was good to see my mom. Okay. I had a lovely, I had a lovely time That's on Zoom. So much humidity. I'm okay. never gonna, I'm never gonna do it again. <laughs> <In that> situation. <laughs> uh.
Uh, John Boyega trending all day yesterday. Um, an unfiltered and brutal uh, rant on IG with all of his thoughts unapologetically delivered in a the most blunt way that you can. Uh, after the killing of George Floyd. This is John Boyega yesterday. Very, very important at this time that we ignore ignorance, that we ignore people. Sorry, my lips are dry. We ignore people that come through and try to make these situations what they're not. And in no way, obviously, you lot know, man. I'm not even apologizing, first of all. You lot better believe that. But there's no way that I have the opinion that there's no other forms of racism. Of course, there's other forms of racism, but a black man was just murdered in cold blood in the streets, stateside, again, while saying that he can't breathe. That's a continuous cycle going on. And although I don't live in the States, but I'm black, that. So I say it again, you racist white people. I said what I said. And if you don't like it, go Seriously. Uh, riots have broken out in Minneapolis, uh, as well as Los Angeles and Memphis. Uh, there's looting and protesting, and uh, it is an ugly scene. Uh, have we seen the last of Henry Cavill as the Man of Steel? I'm going to say no. Correct. Really? However, oh. it's weird because they're not working on a Man of Steel sequel. Wonder Woman 1984 are already done. The new Suicide Squad is already done. Apparently, Henry Cavill is in talks to do Superman again, but appearing in one of the other properties that they have in the schedule. But those properties would be Shazam, Black Adam, or Aquaman 2. So like a cameo. I think it would make more sense or the most possible for him to be in the new Aquaman movie. Right. But that's like, I think, 2022, right? But I kind of want another Man of Steel movie. So they won't I want ever? Another, I want another suit. They're not working on one. It's not, there's, no, there's no Superman st- uh, sequel on the schedule. Like I wonder why. Like, when you look at the, the DC universe and your top two superheroes are Batman and Superman. Yes. Why would you not want to include Superman in that schedule? Unless maybe they didn't have like a deal worked out. Well, yeah, well, I mean. And they didn't want to go and find like another Man of Steel, right? I don't know. I don't know. But I'm I'm with you on this. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me that they wouldn't have already had something going. And I don't know. Or is he going to make a cameo in every single one of those movies? And then it leads up to another Man of Steel or another Justice League. In what, 2024? Yeah. Right, that's what we'd be looking at at this point, probably. Which is which is nuts, but uh, but no, I. Oh, and he's also we know he's not going to be in the Matt Reeves Batman. Yeah, so he's not going to be he's not going to pop up in that one. So uh, Henry Cavill uh, in talks to reprise his role as Superman, but in what movie? Who knows? Jamie Fox is defending Jimmy Fallon for the blackface skit from Saturday Night Live years ago. Uh, responding to an E News question, Jamie Fox said he was doing an impression of Chris Rock. It wasn't blackface. I know it's a tough time right now, but this one is a stretch. On a show called In Living Color, we played every race. Let this one go. We got bigger fish to fry. Hashtag Tag change course is what uh, has Chris Rock said anything? is what Jamie Foxx had to say. I don't think Chris Rock has said anything, which to me is unusual. I thought he'd be like the first. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, don't say I, I haven't seen anything. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. 
Hey, Patrick, what's up, man? It's Razamoka. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good, buddy. Welcome to the uh, to the Razamoka Show podcast. Thank you. What is your question? So my question is that I am just starting to date a girl who's Guyanese, uh-huh. and yes, I know nothing. What do you mean you so, know nothing uh, about dating girls? <laughs> well, maybe, but mostly about like Guyanese. Like I wasn't even pronouncing it right at first. I was saying Guyanese. Oh yeah. So oh, damn. I was wondering. Yeah, You're if you not guys be invited had... back to that family, bro. <laughs> I haven't met him yet. Thankfully, <laughs> that's why I'm asking. So you want to not look like an idiot in front of them when they so, finally meet them. So what are you, a white guy? Yeah, I'm Irish. Okay, you're Irish. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, hey, I will say the Irish accent and the Guyanese accent oh, kind of sound similar. Okay. Like hmm. when you get like a, a, a hard Irish accent and you match that with a hard Guyanese accent. Yeah. There is some similarities there. So let me uh, let me ask you these questions uh, that I've had and maybe you do too as well, Patrick. <clears throat> yep. Are there sort of standard across the board cultural um, roadblocks or red flags that generally exist in a Guyanese household with daughters? I would say that they are very, the parents would be very protective. Okay. Uh, Much like other cultures, I would say that the parents would prefer that the daughters stay home until they get married. Okay. And then move out. Gotcha. Right? I know my parents feel that way about my sisters. Yeah. What else could I tell you? Like, what about a Guyanese mama? Like, what does he have to know? How does does he impress a Guyanese mama? No, you're going to be welcomed into that family like you wouldn't believe, dude. Especially by Mm. a mom. As long as you uh, smile and they know that you, much like any culture, like, as long as you treat their daughter with respect... And uh, and you treat them with respect. They'll welcome you with with friggin' open arms. But what about like a gift? Like what do you do? Like do you offer to help cook or do you not? Like do you go go inside a guy's oh, mama's kitchen? No. Okay, no. this is no, what no, I no, need no, to no. know. This is don't all offer to this. help cook. Thank you. This is all the stuff that we need to know. No, absolutely not. Do not offer to help cook. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. So what are your concerns, Patrick? Pretty much, it's just that like. Well, like I was saying, since I know nothing, I don't know, like, I don't want to offend them, like you were saying, like, because I am the type of guy who would offer to help cook or try to help out or just, you know, just try and be nice or polite. And I would have no idea that that's a faux pas. No, you know what you you could do is say, hey, is there anything I can help out with? Okay. Right. You can put up that offer. Okay. And in most cases, most times, I would say that the Guyanese mom would probably say to you, like, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Here's what I know about being a white guy. Is that, when, <laughs> yeah. is that when you I go... I love that quote, by the way. Is that when, that when you go When you go to other households that are different cultures and stuff, yeah. what they love, Patrick, is when you yeah. show up and start throwing around like lingo from their culture. No, 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 don't do that. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, no, hold on. Shem, Shem, get in here. Shem's Guyanese as well. Shem's here. Oh. And, and Shem has, uh, Shem has a, uh, a, younger, a younger sister as well, right? Yes, absolutely. So what kind of advice would you say? Like, have you had other dudes show up at, like, your parents' place to... Okay. Shem's giving a look like... No, what? Oh, no, and no, what no, happened? No, no, what no. happened? Show up at my parents' place? Yeah. For my little sister? Yeah. Hell no, you no. can't. Oh, no! Okay. Hell no. Unless you're married? Hell no. One thing I will really? say, you uh, don't offer to cook, but eat Everything offered yes, to you. Yes, absolutely. Everything offered to you, make sure that okay. you eat it. Or at least try it. Okay. You like spicy food, Patrick? Um, <laughs> I like the flavor, but I can't really handle it. So I'll oh, eat it and oh. then just die the next day. Okay, so oh, here's okay. here's a little bit of advice. Offer up that information. To, does your girlfriend know this already? Yes, she does. So that she might be something hilarious. that she could like <laughs> pass on to, to her folks because then it'll turn into a joke. Like, 
you know, Patrick can't take the heat. Oh boy. Okay. Right? okay. <laughs> so let them, let them kind of know that in advance because then it helps like if you are invited over for dinner, let's say, and uh, you know, the, 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 your girlfriend's mother is preparing something, maybe she'll know not to add as much spice as she normally would. Okay, gentlemen, I think that we need to, we need to protect Patrick going into a situation like this. Like I need to know certain things because I think you guys are both being real wishy-washy here. What if Patrick holds her hand inside the house? Oh, I think that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yes, what that's if Patrick fine. kisses her as he's sitting at the dinner table? <laughs> hey, bye. Uh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> like on the lips? Yeah. Like, like what if he's just like, what if he get? what if Patrick gets up and he's like, oh, I just got to go to the restroom, excuse me. And then he gives her a kiss in front of like the mom and dad. Oh, okay. Mm. So once he leaves, either the mom or dad may lean in and say, so when you get married. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or, or, or they'll be like, hey, bye, you better watch yourself in my house. You know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so no sleepovers then, right? What? Oh, hell no. No, okay. no, 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 no. Don't even bring that up, Patrick. No. You're better off oh, not bringing no. up a sleepover. Really? Yeah, so even if it's even. late and he's no. like, there's no, like, no. should I just stay? You sleep in your no. car. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so no, no, the no. boyfriend's have, here a little bit late, having a, a good blanket, time. Like in your in the trunk of your car, just in case, Patrick. Wow. <laughs> okay. yeah. Wow. He's a white guy, wow. so it'll be beside the bat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sandwich between the golf clubs and the bat. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Does that help a little bit, Patrick? Uh, yeah, actually, it helped a lot. All right. I think I'll be more prepared. How'd you How'd you guys meet? Uh, we're online dating. Online dating. Nice. Okay, cool. Does do our yeah, parents yeah. know that you guys met online dating? Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. Um, they so kind of think Facebook I'm a friend. Yeah. So what, what's what's going to be the story when they ask how how you guys met? Well, we go to the same university and for a very similar program. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, Seems to say you guys met at school. Yeah. Okay. And I think it's. <laughs> I don't know that you can say that because no. I can hear a guy he's friend be like, "So you don't study books? You study man? <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. You might want to stay away." <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe alter that story, Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, brother. Yeah, thank you. Later, right, man. Bye. Kyle asks this mm-hmm. for everybody in the room. Tax season is upon us. As a self-employed photographer... Maury's legs just started shaking. (laughs) (laughs) As a self-employed photographer, I tend to write off as much as possible. What's the most questionable work expense you guys have tried to get reimbursed from quote-unquote work? For us... It was a 75-inch 4K TV that we use for in-person, quote, photo-proofing for clients, dot, 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 in our living room. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We See, Mocha and I are both employees, right? So we are full-time. So it's doing taxes for us is we don't have a lot of options to write things off. Yeah. You know, we can't write off like gas and stuff like that. No, no, no. I mean, you can get, you can get work to try and um, expense things. Uh, I've tried to put through a few things over the years just with just with work but they're all like they're weird things mm-hmm. but they're things that usually wind up going going through right like you know you put together like I, i've put i've you just give receipts for like a really expensive leather jacket and they pay you back for it you know yeah. what i mean like it's just because that's like a work expense so i have ridiculous work expenses uh, but i don't really mess around with that i don't do a whole lot of writing off or trying to figure out what i where i can save i just pay my taxes and just go about my day uh, now maury here 
has tried to submit receipts for all sorts of crazy things for this show yeah. and has been denied a bunch of times. And personally, when I had my own tax guy um, and I right. had to submit taxes and stuff, I tried to submit um, for massage. I tried to sit because I was stressed before a voice session, so right. I needed a massage. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't laugh. The government thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, or um, art for my home office. I tried to uh, expense that, you know, for, I called it beautification. <laughs> wow. What else? And here I tried to submit receipts for popcorn. Popcorn. For popcorn, yeah. Maury's like tried to, because we do huh? some crazy stuff on this show. Yeah. So oftentimes Maury has to go out and get like props for the show to build stuff or stuff that we're going to use. And then those receipts will be submitted. So it's like one day uh, the bosses here will just like be going through receipts on their de desk and it'll be like, you know, the Raza Mocha show, three cans of gravy and a box of rubber gloves. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's yeah. like, guys, we didn't listen to the show today. What y'all do? No, but the weird one was when it was like, it was rubber gloves, rope, and baby lotion. Right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, all three of those items used on separate occasions. Yeah. Not all together. No, they weren't. They were used at the same time. That's true. Yeah. Oh, wait, were they? Yeah, they oh were. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even <laughs> all, all the waist down as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't get it. I don't, I don't do my, my taxes are, are fairly straightforward. Ta Catherine's are very complicated, <laughs> like extremely complicated, but mine are, mine are very straightforward. Wait, the other one here was Q-tips, um, Q-tips, raincoat, and Speedo. Right, yes, that's Q -tips, right. Q-tips, raincoat, and Speedo. Yeah. <laughs> All I used know. on the same day? Probably. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And, and Maury still didn't go to prison. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole asks, would you rather be severely dehydrated throughout the day or severely hungry throughout the day? Severely, okay, say that again. Severely dehydrated or yeah. hungry? What does severely mean? Like, am I in pain because I'm so hungry? Or am I just kind of hungry? I would just say, let's keep it at you've got the hunger pains. Okay. And dehydrated means like my mouth is dry. Yeah, like you're I'm thirsty. getting a headache. That yeah. means thirsty. Yeah. No, no, no. Like I'm not just thirsty. I'm dehydrated. Right? Like there's a difference. Yeah. Hmm. I would rather be hungry for the day. No. Than to be dehydrated. Because if you're dehydrated, I find that you would have less energy you versus less energy if you were hungry. I would eat a tomato and drink the tomato, the juice out of the tomato or something. No, but you're still eating something. Yeah, but I'm allowed to. Oh, no, I would rather be dehydrated because I could eat and have the juice from a tomato. Roz? I'm going to drink. Same. Because I'm, I'm with you on the energy. I'm going to, but I, jeez, but they didn't but say what you could drink. Food. Water. I guess maybe, right? Yeah, like, am I, I allowed, am I allowed to have water. coffee? Am I allowed to sure. any of that stuff? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about sure. wait, drink what about stuff? I would, I would definitely, yeah. I would definitely drink because when I, when I sit around and eat all day, I tend to go straight for, you know, chips. Sure. And if I can't have something with that to wash them down, there's no point on me having the chips. chips will make you dehydrated. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm going to go, I, I would drink, I would drink and Same. go and go a day without because being, it's without easier being to survive without food when it, you're talking about dehydration, because as Maury said, you can make a smoothie, yes. right? You can yes. drink something that's got some sort of substance that may fix your dehydration but also potentially fill you up exactly. at the same time. Yes. Uh, Lisa M asks, did you pass anything down to your kid that you played with as a kid? I have. You don't have a kid. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Yes, you have I a do. dog, Maureen. It's not a kid. Be it's that a dog. as it may, I passed down one of my stuffies to my son. Right. So he can hump it <laughs> and tear it apart and break your heart? No, he does that with my Roz doll. Oh, that's right. 
Uh, have I passed anything down the rocks? No, I don't think so. Like as far as like a, a toy that I had when I was a kid, because yeah. I, I didn't keep anything, right? Like I don't, I don't have uh, boxes of like my things from my childhood. Like my my family never kept any of that. stuff. I do. I have game like little toys and stuff like that from when I was a kid. No, I have I have nothing. Nothing, nothing at all. No, huh? nothing. I I have not one toy. Like I don't even like it in a box or like one little thing on a shelf, like a little knickknack or anything like that. I have nothing from my. Nothing Is your mom from a hoarder? Childhood. She's not a. No, not, not really. really. No, eh? and and part of the problem problem was with me growing up is we moved around so much. Ah. We moved houses every couple of years. So you were always Marie Kondoing, purging all your stuff. Yeah. So you don't want to bring so clutter with, come you? with you. And then by the time I got to my senior years in high school, all I really had in my room was like a couple of guitars and an amp yeah. and stuff to seduce girls with. And that was really, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that was really, and that was really it. I didn't have a lot of, I didn't have a lot of stuff. Like all my wrestling dolls had gone at that point. Yeah. Um, all my wow. other sort of toys had gone at that point. I had a real big GI Joe collection. Really? I had a great wrestling doll collection. See, my parents keep everything. Like they do, all huh? my stuff from when I was a kid probably made out of toxic material yeah. now. Are you, are they right? in the same house though that you grew up in? Um, partially, yeah, but all the junk from our first house when I was a kid yeah. that we moved into before they moved into the house that they're at and they've been at for uh, like 35 years. So what are you going to give to Cruz then? I don't know, but they have like everything. The only thing, when I was a kid, I had this, uh, the Fisher-Price record player. Oh, yeah. where That played real records. They had, uh, no, no, they had, yeah, it came with like records that had grooves in them. Right, right, right. Different right. colors, green, right? plastic and orange, plastic. Yeah. And, yeah, and gotcha. you put it on and like, uh, and you you move the, the, the arm, the, the record arm on top of the record and yeah. it'll play like, um, like uh, Old McDonald or Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, right. Baba yes. Black Sheep, something like that, right? Yes. So I had that as a kid and it stopped working, but Fisher Price still makes them. So I bought oh, one wow. for Cruise. And for the first little while, he wasn't really into it. And it wasn't until like maybe last year mm -hmm. and part of this year, he started really getting into it. So anytime I see him play with that toy, that brings me joy. Okay. I'm like, I get that. that's something that I sure. enjoyed when I was a kid. Yeah, absolutely. I have, it's so cool because like when I visit my family house, um, my dad has given Daniel and Kyle, my brothers, some of the stuff from when I was a kid. And there used to be a mail order from National Geographic. Every month you would get another piece to put in the binder of an animal and you could read about it. Yeah. And so the binders of National Geographic animal stuff are in Daniel's room finally unwrapped on the shelf. Are they still relevant? Well, the animals are still alive. No, no, but I mean, because some of that stuff, like my, my mom had an encyclopedia collection, I remember, and then not like years ago, like maybe about, I don't know, 15, whatever, 20 years ago, my brother and I were at her place and she still had a couple of the volumes of this encyclopedia collection that they got in like the 70s. And you couldn't, you couldn't use it for a reference for anything because everything in it was so out of date. Like you couldn't yeah. check a map in it. Oh yeah, absolutely not. Like, ma like those maps were so obsolete and words and just th like the science part of things and everything was just yeah. everything. Like it's almost like a historical where you look at it to see how we used to think and how we used to catalog yeah. things. Um, but yeah, but so much of that stuff is, uh, is, is out of date. So I don't have anything. I don't have any old magazines. Out of I, don't date, have any like, old, I don't have any old comic books. I don't have yeah, out of date like what? Out of date. You want to get... <laughs> Okay, you want to talk out of date? Yeah. My parents, the hoarders? Yeah. When we told them that Jenna was pregnant with Cruz and we were like starting to prep everything at home. Yeah. My dad said, 
we still have your crib from oh, when you were a no. baby. Maybe you guys want to take it home wow. and set it up for for the baby. No. And I was like, Dad, first of all, no. Second of all, I'm sure that the space in between those bars are like feet apart. Oh, like yeah. Like a kid could like and slip through. And they have those sliding doors that like chop an arm <laughs> off and everything else. Like the mechanism is like so old and no. And like toxic paint on it. Oh, yeah. That old plastic like, mattress. Yeah. And, no, Dad. No. Absolutely not. Thank you. Appreciate it, but no. Yeah, no. You're right. Uh, Rachel uh, wants to know if I still have night terrors. And says, uh, does Mocha remember when it was, when he wakes up? And what does his wife do if he wakes her up? I still have night terrors. I can't yeah. remember the last time. Do you remember I... what they are, though, when you wake up? Like, do you do you recall what the thing was that frightened you so much? Yeah, it's always uh, either something about falling, either trying to, like, run or, or, or either away from something mm. or to something and feel like I'm being held back. Yeah. Um, I've had a lot of dreams where I've been shot. Really? Yeah. Who shoots you? Do you know? I don't know. I have no idea. There's one specifically I remember. Somebody shot me in my stomach. Oh, brutal. And I was like- Son of a bitch. In, in so much pain. Yeah. And I was walking up to my parents' house and I like collapsed on the driveway. And I remember my mother running out of the house screaming and like shaking me, shaking me, shaking me. And then I woke up. That but, is so wild to me that you would like, what is going on in your life that you have a dream where somebody shoots you in the know. belly and your I, mom finds I you? I have no idea. But yeah, I have night terrors all the time where I wake up screaming. And sometimes they're like so dumb. Yeah. Like I would say most times they're dumb. Yeah. And then like Jenna will say, hey, like, what do you, what do you dream? Because it wakes her up because I'm screaming, yeah, right? Because yeah. sometimes I'll scream and- I won't wake up in time. Like she has to shake me to wake me up. Right. And then she'll be like, what were you dreaming about? And I'll say something dumb, like the old man yeah. or like the car or wow. something, right? Wow. And she'll be like, okay, just go back to bed. Yeah, that's crazy. So you still have them? I still have them you now. You do, huh? Yeah. That's wild. I can't remember the last time, maybe like a couple of weeks yeah. ago. Oh, <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. so frequently. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. just used oh, to them. Geez. I think Jenna's used to them. I think she goes to bed every night, like assuming that I'm going to have some sort of a night terror. Yeah. Is there, is there any sort up. of physical reaction that you have? Like, do you physically jump? Do you like no. any of that? No, you no, don't. No, no, no. It's all just like screams. So oh, the, way it was, the way it was described, <laughs> right? Because I asked Jenna. Yeah. I was like, can you tell me like what it is? Like, do I... Has she recorded you? No, no, never. No, she hasn't. Okay. My questions are like, do I make an immediate scream? Like an immediate noise? Am I moving around? Is there like a Like, build is there up? a buildup? Yeah. And she told me. Yeah. There is a buildup. Like smaller, like noises that you make? Yes. Oh, not God. moving around. No. But it starts as like a moan before it leads oh. to screaming. Hello. So- <laughs> I know. It's so weird. Excuse so me. it starts off like, <laughs> and then into a full and up. Then- Sometimes she said it's like a long, like, ah! <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like that. Or she says it goes like, mm-hmm. ah! <laughs> like a quick. <laughs> really? Just like a quick one, like big burst? <laughs> yeah. And then she's to wake me up. <laughs> That's incredible. Nightmares are so fascinating. Uh, SV7 asks, Roz, need your recommendations on ciders available in the Toronto area. Oh, uh, I'm getting bored of the same ones. I don't even know. There's, there's so many 
many different ciders. There's a Liberty Village cider that somebody gave me last week. Yeah. Not a lot of flavor to it, but it's super low on sugar and it wasn't bad. I don't like sweet ciders, right? So that's my thing is that my sort of world of ciders is very narrow because I only like super dry ciders. I don't like sweet drinks. So I avoid anything that has even a sweet flavor to it, whether it's full of sugar or not full of sugar. Uh, so I drink like, I drink Strombo because it's dry. I drink yep. uh, Brickworks 1904. Is it 1904? The white can? Yep. Because uh, it's dry. Every now and then, um, if I'm at a restaurant, because a lot of restaurants, they'll usually have like a Summersby or a, what's the one that starts with a W? I want to say Washburn, but that's not what's not what it's called. Anyway, um, so th- that's really what I that's really what I drink. I don't get into the to the you know the, the the craft ciders, but there's a couple. Like my mom's husband Kevin, he always says like when he goes to the store to buy cider, he buys one of each can. Like oh, and he yeah. just he just starts trying new ciders. Where I would never do that because I'm not that adventurous. I usually only buy what I like. I would never go to a store and just buy six of something that I've never had before. Because what if I don't like three of them and then I just feel like I will have wasted my money? Do you know that we have in our fridge right now five cups with unfinished White Claw? Really? What? Yeah. Five cups. Like there's each time we open a can or whatever, we if we don't finish it, we put it in the fridge and we'll get to it next time. And then the next day we open like if there's another can. Yeah. So in the fridge there's like cups yeah. with like half. I get that. Now, do you ever drink them or you just want to throw them away? Um, depending on how old. Like sometimes I'll just grab one in the afternoon and 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 sit there and milk it for a few hours. Yeah. Yeah. A few I'd, hours. I do Damn. the I do the same thing with cans of cider. I always fall asleep on the couch with an open can of cider, and then most nights when I'm walking to bed, I'll just take the can and put it back in the freezer. But by the end of the week, they'll have four cans in there. Yeah. Right. Oh, damn. And I just pour it all into one big. Is mug. this a cider you're talking about? The one that starts with a W? W A U P O. No, 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 no. It's a very popular. Oh, okay. It's a very popular can of cider. It, it's not. Um, I usually I, go for like uh, Summersby. Yeah. Uh, Palmies. Yeah. I don't mind Palmies. It's a little so bit sweet. Though. A little bit too sweet, but yeah. I don't mind it. Uh, and then Brickworks, Brick, like yeah. you said. There, there's another one. There's another big one in there, though. But like, but I sort of stay away from the ciders that are manufactured by beer companies because I know like they all tried to do like a cider at one point. Yeah. When, you, when you're oh, in the, Strongbow, I enjoy Strongbow. When too. you're when you're in the states, um, it's difficult because. There's ciders. It's a very different thing in the States, unless you're dr- drinking um, Angry Orchard, which is really their sort of standard cider. You can also find Strongbow it's, uh, at some places. But other than that, ciders in the States are like 8.5% alcohol. Like they're very different than they are uh, the, the sort of general ciders that you have in Canada. And, and they really mess you up. Like I don't like drinking a can of anything that has that much alcohol in it because I like to sort of consistently drink throughout the day and not just get hammered off one can. There's one called, uh, I remember I tried a bottle. I bought uh, a couple of bottles actually at a farmer's market. Yeah. And they now sell it at the liquor store and it's called West Avenue. And you can get, I think their original one, it's a pretty dry cider. Yeah. And that one's really good. Oh, I would try that one. Thornbury's the one I was talking about. Doesn't oh, start with yeah, a yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the Liberty Village one is, is super dry. Like it's really, really, really dry. Uh, and then there is, I'm not, I'm not a fan of growers at all. Um, yeah, Ironwood, not a fan. The Seagram's one I'm not a real fan of. The Molson Canadian one, I'm not a real fan of. Pommies, I'm not a real fan of. Yeah, but the the either Strombo or uh, whatever, you can figure it out.
<laughs> I get bored talking about cider. I only want to do is drink. Okay, Kara asks, are you a messy cook or do you clean as you oh, go? Oh, shut up with this question. Did Catherine write this? Well, I don't know. It could be. It's a question from Kara. Oh. And it says here, um, whenever I cook, it always looks like a bomb went off after I make any kind of meal. Yeah. That's why I'm not allowed to cook anymore. Because no? you make too much of a mess. I make a mess and then I always say to Matthew, I'm like, well, I made the meal. You have to clean it up. No, see, I... I always, for some weird reason, when like when I'm cooking, I'll always start my shift in the kitchen after Catherine finishes her shift in the kitchen. And Catherine's shift in the kitchen is she'll usually just do a quick tidy and put the dishwasher on and everything else. Yeah. But when I start cooking, oftentimes the dishwasher's full, right? Like I, it's clean. Oh, okay. And so my plan is to start prepping everything, get a couple of things on the stove, maybe something in the oven. When I catch a break... I will empty the dishwasher and then start loading it and clean as I go, as they say. Yeah. Uh, but I never, I never have that time. I never find that minute. So I wind up cooking a whole meal for everybody or three meals, one for me, one for Catherine, one for Roxy. Yeah. And the kitchen is a disaster because I couldn't load the dishwasher as I was going. Like my big problem is I always start cooking when the dishwasher's clean and I never empty the dishwasher first so I can sort of load it as I go. I just start cooking and then I never find the time to empty See, it. I'm in between where if I'm cooking something, I will clean as I go. Yeah. Like if, like you said, if you have a break, right, I will take a couple of the utensils that I know I don't need anymore mm -hmm. and I'll either wash them or if they go in the dishwasher, they go in the dishwasher just to make that end of meal clean up or after we eat dinner clean up a little easier. Mm -hmm. So I like to kind of clean as I go as long as I'm not rushing the process of either. Because I'll, I'll go through 10 spoons while cooking. Yeah, same. Right? Mm -hmm. Easily. Easily, I'll go through 10 spoons yeah. just while cooking uh, dinner for us. Yeah. And so they're all over the counter and they got flour on them. They got oil on them. They got sauce on them. They got everything else on them. And then uh, they just sit there and then Catherine takes her shift the next day and then she'll go in and she hates me for an hour <laughs> while she has to clean everything up because I fall asleep on the couch while drinking a cider. And that's my sort of routine is that I never make it back into the kitchen. Is, is Matthew a messy cooker no, or very, is he no, he's perfect like he spotless cleans as he cooks cleans as he cooks but he's just he, he, he used to work in a kitchen at a mm -hmm. restaurant so he's very clean knows how to chop things i have no idea what he's doing but when i cook like yesterday i was cooking something and he was having his work zoom call and the smoke alarm started going off right in the middle of his zoom what were you call. cooking um i uh oh uh chicken burgers and french fries and how did the smoke alarm go off i opened the oven but how hot was the what? oven at 450. But the smoke detector's right above the stove. Oh, that's poor planning. <laughs> you should just put a rubber glove on it. I've had to do that before. On the on the stove? On the, on the smoke detector. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, on stuff. you, more. That's what helps. When you're cooking and it's smoky, put, just put a rubber glove on. Oh, magic. And that stops it. Yeah, it's like when they used to say, open your mouth when you're cutting onions and you won't cry. <laughs> but I don't think that that actually worked, but it just had people standing over their onions with their mouths no, open. That doesn't work. It burns. Uh, Haley asks, if your significant others got caught on a desert island with mm -hmm. one another, okay, which team would last the longest? Catherine and Jenna, damn it, Matthew and Catherine, or Jenna and damn it, Matthew? So our significant others are all trapped. Mm -hmm. Which team would last the longest? Oh, Catherine and Jenna. I would say so 100%. as well. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I don't know enough about damn it, Matthew and his survival skills. Yeah, no, because Catherine, if given if given you were on a desert island with one other person, Catherine, if you gave her the choice to deal with boy problems or girl problems, she's going to deal with girl problems, right? Right? She's not going to want to deal. She's not going to want to deal with some guy. 
right? Like hell no. Like there's no way. There's there's no there's no. Yeah, there's I would no say Jenna and, and, no and Catherine would be the uh, would be the team. Yeah, like you need to, to sit. You out. need to sit around, and there needs to be two people who put their heads together to figure out what you're gonna do when you know you need a tampon. Right. Yeah. You need you need two people to figure that out. You know, you need two people to sort of be, you know, there for you. Yeah. So I think that Catherine and Jenna would have a much easier time surviving. I would agree. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what now now here's the thing. Okay, so so here let let's let's expand on this a little okay. bit then. The desert island for me right now is a condo. Right. So Maury, this would be your dream, right? What, being caught on a desert island with my husband? No, no. if your husband was away and got caught on a desert island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would just assume yeah. he's not coming back. I'd yeah. move on. Yeah, Maury would be like, oh, Maury, Maury, yeah. oh, Matthew's been gone for an hour. Yeah, yeah. Ma- <laughs> yeah. That's it. yeah, yeah. Once a day, Maury would look in the closet and move a couple of pillows around and go, still haven't found them, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, might as well uh, bring Grinder out of the cloud. Still, yeah, still haven't found them, so it's in the cloud. <laughs> Interesting. When Maury, when, when you delete something and it goes, and then it just goes up to the cloud and you bring it back, how easy is that process? Like, can you just delete Grinder off your phone every day and then just recall it every day? One would assume. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> At Kiss925 on Instagram is where you will find us. Ask Razamoka uh, is the post that goes up a couple times a week. So that's where you ask your question, and uh, we'll try to go through as many of them as we can. Thank you for listening. This has been the Razamoka Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.